Good afternoon. Welcome to the Defender Football pregame show on KDCR 88.5 FM and here online as well at KDCR885.com. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra, and thanks for joining me today on KDCR as we welcome you to our airwaves for the seventh game of the 2019 Dort University football season. The Defenders looking to bounce back today from last week's defeat, but it won't necessarily come easily against an opponent who has had plenty of success against Dort both long-term and recently. Today's contest has plenty of storylines to follow, especially given the recent history of both programs. So today, we'll take a look at that. The Dort University defenders on the road in Crete, Nebraska to take on the Doan University Tigers. Not a surprise, I did some digging into the numbers again this week, and more stats popped out to me, more than I thought actually during my research, and some interesting trends that I want to take a look into today because, well, I think they provide some solid context for some of the stuff we'll see today between Dort and Doan on the gridiron. So our table setters today involve more numbers and a couple of dates. The first number to pay attention to is zero. Last Saturday was the only time Dort football has been held to single digits in the three and a half years Joel Penner has been head coach at Dort. The last time Dort was held to single digits is when it scored zero points against Doan back on October 31, 2015. Dort was shut out twice that season, Doan in Morningside, and mustered just seven points against Northwestern. So, Needless to say, scoring in the single digits, let alone zero points, isn't a common occurrence over the past couple of seasons here at Dort. Our second number for today's matchup is 21. Now this is the fourth time that a Penner coach Dort team will face Stone, and in each of the previous three matchups, Dort scored 21 points. 21 points in 2016, 21 points in 2017, and 21 points in 2018, and Dort is 1-2 and two in those games. Now that brings us to the dates portion of our table setters. And Dort's 1-2 and two when scoring 21 points against Doan. What happened in that one? Well, the first date, October 7, 2017. Dort beat Doan for the first time ever that Saturday afternoon, and it was the first time that the Dort football team ever beat a ranked opponent. On homecoming day in Creed, Nebraska, the Dort defenders scored 21 points and held the Doan offense in check to snag a 21-16 ranked road win. Our second date and our last point here is a table setter. That's November 5, 2001, and we're playing again off the 21-points theme. It was on November 5, 2001 that Dort scored 26 points against the Tigers. And you may be saying, you know what's so special about that? 26 points? Okay, who cares? Well... Dort scored exactly 21 points against Doan over the past three seasons. But on November 5, 2011, that was the last time Dort scored more than 21 points against Doan, home or away. Since November 5, 2011, Dort has scored 6 points, 13 points, 7 points, 0 points, 21 points, 21 points, 21 points. Now, if you're saying to yourself, you know, well, thanks, Christian, <laughs> way to be so negative right before the game, there's no need to panic. As we'll uncover in today's lead-up, there are some things that give Dort a real chance to win its second-ever game in Crete, Nebraska, and some exciting matchups to watch today. 
But this is the context. Doan has traditionally had a good defense. This is traditionally a close physical matchup here since Penner's been the head coach. And Dort scored the same number of points in three straight games against the same opponent. That's pretty rare. So, until we see something else, <laughs> I would expect another one of those games. But before we look at the teams today and some of the players we'll see on the field, as well as some of the keys to the game, let's tie up loose ends. GPAC Commissioner Corey Westra joining us again on the Defender Football pregame show with the GPAC Football Report. That coming up in a couple of minutes. Also, the Door Football Senior interview today on the Defender Football pregame show, where we'll be joined once again by starting offensive lineman William Vanderwouda. He spoke with us a few weeks back, and we'll hear from him again today, getting his thoughts on his time with the Dort football program. And lastly, don't forget, stick around at halftime, which features our Dort Athletic Alumni segment, Where Are They Now?, made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member. The episode this week features a former Dort football player who graduated from Dort in 2010, a former running back, and he played a major role He'll deny it in the interview, but he played an important role in helping Dort secure its first-ever varsity football win. Joining us this afternoon on Where Are They Now at Halftime is Joey Vanderskoff. So we're psyched to get you set another Saturday of Dort University football here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. After this Saturday, only four more, so enjoy it while you can. Before we venture into the discussion today regarding today's opponent, Doan, the keys to the game, and maybe a few other items. Let's welcome in GPAC Commissioner Corey Westra to the KDCR Airwaves as he brings a little context to the equation here with the GPAC Football Report. This is the GPAC Football Saturday Report for Saturday, October 19. Brought to you by the Great Plains Athletic Conference and Cypress Risk Management, the official championship partner of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. On your Football Saturday Report this week, we begin with last week's scoreboard. Three trophy games of the five played last week. We'll start with Doan, a winner over Jamestown, 28-21. Morningside wins the Sioux City Saddle over Briarcliff, 49-14. Concordia at home defeated Dakota Wesleyan, 24-17. The tractor in Sioux County goes to Northwestern, 35-6 over Dort. And for the Watchor McLaughlin Trophy, Midland defeated Hastings, 61-20 was the final score. Let's take a look at the week number seven. Hoff Mid-America Sports Football Players of the Week on offense. Noah Oswald, the quarterback from Midland, takes the honor. Senior from Omaha led the Warriors to a new school record for total offense. They had 667 yards in the win over Hastings. Lane Napier, linebacker from Concordia, is the defensive player of the week. The junior from David City, Nebraska, had nine tackles, two for loss, and an interception in Concordia's win over Dakota Wesleyan. And Chase Carter, the kicker from Morningside, is the special teams player of the week. He made all of his PATs in Morningside's win over Briarcliff in Sioux City. That's a look back at last week around the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Coming up after the break, we'll preview this Saturday in GPAC football. The GPAC football Saturday report rolls on right after this. The Great Plains Athletic Conference is an affiliated conference of the NAIA, consisting of 12 private faith-based colleges and universities in Nebraska, Iowa, South, and North Dakota. Founded in 2000, the GPAC is proud of our academic and athletic excellence. Last year, the conference totaled 766 NAIA Dactronics Scholar-Athletes and 193 NAIA Scholar Teams. Since the league began in 2000, the GPAC has claimed 30-team NAIA National Championships. For more information about the GPAC, 
Pack, visit our website, gpacksports.com, or follow us on Twitter, at gpacksports. The Great Plains Athletic Conference, academic and athletic excellence since 2000. There is a four-game slate of GPAC football for this October 19. Let's get right into the matchups. Everything kicks off at 1 o'clock this week. In Crete, Doan will host Dort. Jamestown will travel to Sioux City to take on Morningside at Elwood Olson Stadium. Midland will be home against visiting Dakota Wesleyan and Northwestern to the road where they will take on Concordia and the Bulldogs. In the NAIA Top 25 this week, Morningside holds down the number one spot at 5-0 on the year, 4-0 in the conference. Northwestern has now moved to number six in the country, same record as Morningside, 4-0 in the GPAC, and they are 5-0 overall. GPAC standings are co-led by the Mustangs and the Red Raiders. Doan is 4-1, Briar Cliff, Concordia 3-2. Dort sits at 2-2 in the league. Midland is 1-3. Hastings 1-4 along with Jamestown and Dakota Wesleyan at 0-5. Complete standings for GPAC football on our website at gpacsports.com. It's been a busy week in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Lots of news and notes to follow on our website. Preseason basketball polls have come out for 2019 and 20. Check those out online. And we also have our virtual basketball media days going on on our Twitter page, which is at GPAC Sports. We're coming in on the GPAC Cross Country Championship, which will be Saturday, November 9 in Sioux Center. This has been your GPAC Football Saturday Report for Saturday, October 19. I'm Corey Westra for the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Thanks to Commissioner Westra there. It is close to a full slate of GPAC games today. Eight teams in action for 1 o'clock kickoffs this afternoon. Dort's actually only played one game in the month of October, so before we look at the second game today with Doan, let's take a quick look back at the first one. A 35-6 defeat on Defender Days against the now number 6 ranked Northwestern College Red Raiders. The defenders have actually never beaten Northwestern at a varsity showdown on the gridiron, and after last Saturday... They'll have to wait another year before getting a shot at snagging win number one. The game was pretty even early on. Both teams were feeling out each other and the conditions. Northwestern struck first, and the defenders answered. First down and 10 for Northwestern at their own 49-yard line. Coima fakes the handoff to Caligonis. Under pressure, and down he goes. David Kakmarinski with the quarterback sack. A loss of eight on the play. That was Mike Biker with our KDCR call of the game. With uh, that David Kakmarinski sack, Dort was trailing 7-6. The Red Raiders were put behind the chains, but twice in that first half. A defensive holding penalty and a roughing the punter penalty wiped out defensive stops, and both of those drives would result in touchdowns. Ultimately, Northwestern would lead 21-6 at halftime, and Dort head football coach Joel Penner knows those penalties didn't decide the game, but they definitely impacted the game. You know, football's a, an interesting game because the margin of error is razor thin in some games, and it's amazing how a few very small but significant mistakes can impact a game. I, I would say it's, it's overstating to say that those penalties were, were what cost us a game. There were certainly more factors in that game, but they were big. I mean, they, they were in the, if you're looking at the top five plays that change the game, I, I'd say they're, they're, in that, they're in that category. In the second half, Dort couldn't get a whole lot going. Meanwhile, Northwestern put together two long drives that milk clock, and they each added seven points, and that was your final. Northwestern 35, Dort 6. 
and for the first time in essentially four years, and the first time under Coach Penner, the North defenders were held to just single digits. With only two completed passes and a talented defense on the other side of the ball, both a lack of execution and a really good team combined to limit Dort to just six points and 254 yards. It's a mixture of what they did well and what we didn't do well. You know, we knew their linebacker play was exceptional, and, you know, they've done a great job of kind of funneling the ball to those linebackers, and then, you know, it comes down to the perimeter after that. And so the secondary played patient defense, didn't didn't really overreact to anything, which allowed us to get, you know, a few chunk plays, but limited the explosive ones that we typically rely on. And so, you know, I think they did a great job defending us. We also failed to get a, a big portion of our offense rolling in the passing game. And then when we did move the ball well, we stalled in the red zone, whether it be on downs or turnovers. So, you know, that's a lot of the times when you're when you're not scoring points, it's it's usually a mixture of solid defense and something that the offense isn't quite doing well. But in football, you have to bounce back. It's a new week and there's a new challenge at hand. So before we look at who you'll see on the field today for the Doan Tigers, it's time for a Dort Football Senior Interview here on the Defender Football pregame show. This player spoke with us a few weeks ago. We'll hear from him again this week to get his thoughts on his four years within the Dort Football program. Joining us for our Dort Football Senior Interview on the Defender Football pregame show is starting left guard William Vanderwoude. It's our Dort Football Senior Interview segment right here on the Defender Football pregame show on KDCR 88.5 FM and online at KDCR885.com. I'm Christian Zylstra. Joining us for our Dort Football Senior Interview today is the Defender's starting left guard, William Vanderwoude. You come to Dort from Merced, California, and I'm curious, you know, what stood out to you about Dort University and Defender Football during the recruiting process that ultimately led to you committing? I'd say what stood out the most about Dort was, for one, its ag program. They have a very good ag program. Uh, not many Christian schools have one. And that was the major thing I was looking for in a college was to be able to do ag and then be able to go back home and work with my dad and stuff like that. And so having an ag program was a major plus. For me, I looked at a lot of different ag schools, applied to a couple of them, got into a couple different ones, but ultimately... Dort allowed me the opportunity to play football and study at ag at the same time, and it was a Christian university, which really was a major plus in my book. With this being your senior season, what, if anything, made this fall camp feel different to you personally than some of the previous years? Uh, it was a little more special this year. Being the last one, uh, every time you got on the field, it's the last time you're going to be doing that practice of fall camp. So you really are trying to make the most out of every moment on the field. Everything, you, you pretty much know what you're doing. You know everything, so everything slows down a lot more. It's a lot easier to understand, so you can really focus on making yourself the best player you can be. How would you describe William Vanderwoude, the football player, versus William Vanderwoude, the everyday guy? Or in other words, you know, some guys have different personalities on the field versus off the field. Are those personalities similar for you? Are they different? How do they compare? They're pretty pretty similar. I'd say I'm a little more intense on the field, a little more willing to call people out when they mess something up or just need a little bit of encouragement louder on the football field than I am off. But pretty much the same. I try to be pretty consistent with who I am as a person and a player. Just sometimes when you're on the field, you got to be a little more intense. 
you've had a solid career so far and you've seen a lot of growth as a player on the field. What's the vibe like with this team? You guys are a couple games in. you got a long season still ahead. What's the vibe like in the locker room with the guys this year? This is a, it's a special team that we have this year. we got playmakers all over the field. We have some players, some of our major playmakers that are down right now, but we have the talent to step in, fill those roles. And I think we're, everybody's really excited for this year. We've hit a new level as a team, a new level of confidence, and we're going to be carrying that through the rest of the season. How important has the sport of football, this program, and this coaching staff been for you over the last several years? I wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. This program, this staff, it's amazing. I came from a great high school program, a great high school staff, and to be able to step in and learn even more under these coaches and on this program has been really cool. And to see the program go from a losing program to now a winning program, it's been really fun. I've been with these coaches all four seasons that they've been coaching now, and just to see the attitude, the culture on the team shift has been really cool, and it's really helped me grow as a person and just really excited for the rest of the year. Awesome. Well, William, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. That was William Vanderwouda, the starting left guard for the Defenders on our Dort Football Senior Interview segment on the Defender Football Pregame Show. I'm Christian Zylstra, and this is KDCR. Thanks again to William Vanderwouda for his time and his answers, and we hope it's a good, healthy day for him today against Doan. Well, I would say it's time, time to dive into who Dort's opponent is on this warmer-than-last-week Saturday afternoon. Today's opponent, the Doan University Tigers. Doan University is located in Crete, Nebraska, the location for today's game, about 25 to 30 miles from Lincoln, which is about 45 minutes to an hour from Omaha. Doan's football team is 4-3 and three overall this season, 4-1 and one in the GPAC, and overall, the schedule's been pretty tough, especially when you factor in a top 10 Tarleton State, top 5 actually, and an Ottawa program out of Arizona that's been receiving votes in the national poll for a good chunk of the year. Doan head coach Chris Bessler, he isn't opposed to the tough schedule. It just kind of fell into place, but he believes it's helped prepare Doan sooner than some other programs who maybe face some weaker non-conference competition. You know, I think our early games uh, help prepare us for a high-level competition, and, and so I, I don't think that hurt us. I think it helped us, if anything. You know, the GPAC is very, very strong, and we've you know been able to come away with a few plays here in, in almost every one of those games that have made the difference. And the one that we didn't, you know, Briarcliff made a couple more plays than what we did. So, you know, I, I think our guys are playing well right now, which we're going to need to. Coach Bessler mentioned it. The GPAC's tough, and the toughest GPAC games for Doan could very well be in the final four weeks of their season. Today against Dort, at Northwestern, home against Morningside, and at Midland. Not exactly an easy way to cap off the regular season, which is why it was crucial for the Tigers to win their conference games early, and for the most part, so far, they've done that. You just heard from him there. Doan is coached by Chris Bessler, who's in his second season at the top of the food chain at Doan University. Before that, he worked as an inside linebackers coach and defensive coordinator, and Bessler's been coaching in the Doan program since 2007. The head ball coach, his background's in defense, and so really it's been no surprise with him being a part of the defensive staff since Dort's program was born that Doan has been strong defensively and has given Dort some struggles on the offensive side of the ball. Speaking of offense, why don't we start by 
First, taking a look at the Doan offense, and if you're looking for a weaker side of the football here for the Doan Tigers, it's on offense. Doan is averaging just 243 total yards per game, 1,700 yards through seven games. Now, in defense for Doan, you had a tough start to the schedule with some of those non-conference opponents, and they've hit more of a stride over the past three games. Wins over Hastings, Dakota Wesleyan, and Jamestown. And the common denominator? Over 250 passing yards in each game. The man making those passes for the Doan Tigers? Junior Drake Davidson. Davidson comes in averaging 163 passing yards per game, but over his past three performances, he's averaging 264 yards through the air per game. And he's been able to limit the turnovers, two interceptions, and a four-and-a-half to one touchdown-to-interception ratio. At running back, this is where Doan is probably leaving the most to be desired on their offense. Just 58 total rushing yards per game, and that's split you know, relatively evenly among a couple running backs. Now, from what we've heard, Jermaine Derragine is starting to separate himself a little bit as the lead tailback, but Jacoby White's total carries aren't too far behind. Derragine is averaging over 30 rushing yards per game and 3.3 rushing yards per carry. 66 of his 213 rushing yards on the season through seven games came on one run. At the receiving positions, four different receivers have hauled in double-digit receptions this year, but the man Dort will have to pay the most attention to is number 21, Isaiah Celestine. He's the only receiver with more than 163 receiving yards, and he has more than three times that with 532 receiving yards. And he's a big play threat, too. More than 23 yards per reception. So Isaiah Celestine, number 21, he'll be the wideout Dort's watching first today. Seniors Levi Sudbeck and Brandon Gannon and junior Josh Baker also start at the wideout positions. Doan does not have a starting tight end listed on its depth chart. And on the offensive line, two returners from last season and the health of the offensive line is a big reason why Coach Bessler feels his offense is finally starting to find some consistent success. We had some injuries in our offensive line early in the season. Then we have some of those guys back. We're, we're a little bit healthier now. But then also things have kind of clarified in our backfield, you know, with what we're, we're trying to do. So they've been operating at a, at a higher level, just executing better. But I think, you know, definitely some of those key parts coming back health-wise have made a difference. Starting with the left tackle and moving right, it's Sam Vanderslice, Aiden Mendoza, Alex Bruner, Logan Herman, and Cole Burns up front in the trenches. Moving over to the Doan defense, if you're looking for the strength of the Doan football program, look no further than their run defense. It's why the Tigers have held Dort to 21 points or less since 2011. Teams are averaging about 120 rushing yards per game, which ranks 23rd in the NAIA, and if that doesn't really impress you, remember the non-conference schedule they played. This is going to be one of those classic strength versus strength matchups. Doan's strength is that run defense. Dort's strength is the run offense which means today could be a lot of fun. On the defensive line, Doan starts three defensive linemen, Joakim Robinson, Anthony Malone, and Riley Hamolka. Malone is second on this Tigers defense, 42 total tackles. He leads the team with nine and a half tackles for loss, and Hamolka leads the defense with three sacks. All three defensive linemen are also upperclassmen. At linebacker, arguably the best player on this Doan defense could very well be Connor O'Toole, the leading tackler and the middle linebacker for Doan. His 6'3", 222-pound frame allows him to be a bruiser against that run game. He's flanked on both sides by Zan Koskalin and Ryan Schuster, and all three starting linebackers are seniors. 
And in the secondary, if there are any areas in which you could say the Doan defense is susceptible, it's probably the secondary. Doan will start five defensive backs in its base defensive set, corners Damon Brown and Warren Horn, and safeties Brody Asbill, Dante Wiggins, and Garrett Freeze. Wiggins is the lone underclassman starting of this unit. He's a freshman. And so you have strengths facing off in the running game and perhaps weaknesses facing off in the passing game. No shortage of storylines or things to pay attention to when Dort has the football today. And lastly, the Doan special teams unit. The Tigers are averaging 17 yards per punt return. That's good for 7th in NAIA. Isaiah Celestine, no surprise there, handles those punt return and kickoff return duties. Freshman wideout Adam Wasserman joins him for kickoffs. Bryce Cooney will kick. Levi Sudbeck will punt. Sudbeck averages 37 yards per punt. Cooney's only hit five of his 10 field goal attempts this year, but he did hit one from 41 yards out, and he's 95% accurate on his PATs. And lastly, wrapping up our conversation on Doan. Doan's keys to the game this afternoon. Coach Bessler was succinct, but he knows what he wants from his team. Execution. Wouldn't go into much more detail than that, but if his team executes on offense and on defense, he thinks that that will be the difference. And who knows, maybe they could hold Dort to a fourth straight year of exactly 21 points. So that wraps up who Doan is and where the strengths of their team lie. Switching over to the Dort University defenders and the keys for Dort today. I talked about the idea in the open. The Dort offense has 21 points each of the past three seasons against Doan and it hasn't surpassed 21 since 2011. So what will it take for Dort to break those trends and to get back in the win column? For the Dort offense, offensive coordinator Aaron Mingo wants to push the tempo. You know, as we looked at things, we're averaging right now in the season 6.4 yards per play. That's a a pretty decent number uh, when you look at yards per play averages. And what I'm not satisfied with is, you know, we come off of last week's game and we only ran 61 plays. I think we've got to get the play total up in the 80s. And so we've really focused on tempo this week as an offense to just get more plays, give ourselves more opportunities to get more points on the board, to give ourselves more opportunity to move the ball down the field. You know, And so that's been a heavy, heavy focus for us, and, and I'm excited to see our guys play the game very fast. And then, you know, like we mentioned before, we've got to find ways in the pass game to create some, some explosive plays and to also move the chains. And so you know, we need to run the ball well. I believe we'll do that but can we find ways in the pass game to manufacture some big plays? And for the door defense, defensive coordinator Lynn Nutt wants to force Stone to go the distance. I just know that points are a premium in games like this, and so we need to be really, really good. And for us, it's, it's really going to be making them sustain drives. I think if we do that, like we said, some of their statistics show that they don't have the ability to keep sustaining. They want a big play, and they'll they'll go run and pass and run and pass and pass and run and pass and run, but then all of a sudden one of those is going to hit. They have deep crossers, and they'll throw deep. They'll throw to 21, and he's really, really fast. And so it's a matter of just no chunk plays and, and uh, make them work for it. So that's where we're at heading into today's GPAC showdown. The 3-3 three and three Dort University Defenders and the 4-3 and three Doan University Tigers. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. You've been listening to the Defender Football Pregame Show on KDCR 88.5 FM. Don't forget to stick around. Halftime catching this week's edition of Where the Now with Joey Vanderskoff. And with that kickoffs right around the corner here on a Saturday afternoon at Al Papik Field in Crete, Nebraska. So that does it for me. And with that, let's head about 220 miles south-southeast and catch up with Mike Biker for today's kickoff. 
Christian Zalstra, thank you. And we are indeed at Al Papak Field in Crete, Nebraska, home of the Doan University Tigers, and we are set for football. The Dort University defenders will be moving right to left across your radio dial. They are decked out in their white tops, black numbers trimmed out in gold. They also have the charcoal black pants with the yellow striping down the side for the Doan Tigers. All black today, the Johnny Cash look, black shirts, black pants, Orange numbers trimmed out in white. They have the oval D on their helmet, while the defenders have the new Dort University cross logo on their helmets. Beautiful day for football. Game time temps right around 60 degrees. Winds are negligible, and we are underway with football. Dort is kicking off, and they kick it into the end zone. That will be a touchback. No, they say it went out of bounds right at the pylon. And for the Doan Tigers, decision time right away. Do they want the football at their, uh, will they take it at the 35-yard line, or will they make Dort kick the ball again? The flag came out, so the ball went out of bounds before it got to the pylon. Right now they have it set up at the 25-yard line. This will get moved to the 35-yard line because of the penalty of kicking the ball out of bounds on the kickoff. Dort won the coin toss. They elected to defer their decision to the second half. Doan took the football, and the Doan Tigers have the football first. Offensively, Drake Davidson, he's in the shotgun. Four receivers, two to the left, two to the right. We've got movement along the line. No pressure applied. Davidson scrambling to the left, looking downfield. Lofts it up for grabs, and it's picked off by Domini. Picking it off immediately is Lane Dominey and the Dort defenders get a turnover on the first play from scrimmage by the Doan Tigers and Dort steal the possession to start the football game. They will have it at their own 42-yard line. That is where Lane Dominey took it away. Dominey, a six-foot, 175-pound freshman from Dripping Springs, Texas, and the Dort University Tigers have the football at their own 42-yard line. So Noah Clayberg will bring the offensive unit onto the field. Lining up in the backfield along with Clayberg, you've got Skibout as the fullback directly behind Clayberg, and Sconehoven off to the left. Clayberg racing left, throw, pass, incomplete, intended for jungling, had him open about 13 yards down the field on the sideline. Clayberg on the run, though, misses as... Uh, Jake Dodge took the defensive players deep down the sideline. That left Levi Jungling open underneath, but the pass was off the mark, and Noah Clayberg will bring the uh, troops back to the line of scrimmage. Pitch over to Skibout. Skibout to the outside. Skibout to the 44-yard line, and that is it. Maybe a gain of two or three on the play. It's going to be third down and seven. So a pickup of three for Skibout on the pitch. So third down and seven, Dort at their own 45-yard line. Incomplete pass to start the drive. Put them in a second and long situation. Dort hustling. This is Clayberg. He's got the seam if he wants it. Instead throws over the top. Hubelhorst, Hubelhorst inside the 20, down to the 15, and he is out of bounds. So Ben Hubelhorst on the receiving end of that pass. Hubelhorst. 
Seven catches now this season. He's averaging nearly 20 yards per catch, and the defenders are in business. And Noah Clayberg that time had a seam, but instead decided to pass over the top to Hubelhorst, and the defenders handed off to the battering ram, Levi Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier. Sconehoven, a pickup of eight on the play. It'll be second and two, and if that is any indication initially, Dort with a great push up front. Dort hustling with the play from scrimmage. They hand it off again, Sconehoven. Sconehoven to the five-yard line. Stopped short of the first down by about a yard. So a pickup of two on the play on what was second down and seven. It'll be third down and short now at the Doan five-yard line. So what a start for the defenders. Couldn't script it any better unless you can punch it in here with a touchdown. That would be the only thing better than how it has started for the defenders. Running back set to the left for the defenders. Clayberg barking signals. Fakes the handoff up the middle into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. Noah Clayberg, a five-yard keeper. He faked the handoff to the man in motion that was jungling. And the defenders are on the board with a 7-0 lead after picking off the pass to start the contest on Doan's first offensive play. The defenders go 58 yards for a touchdown score. And now it is Brett Zachman attempting the point after. Wins are light. He's 15 of 20 on point after tries is Zachman. Zachman will line it up out of the hold of Tyler Reynolds. Snap is down. Kick is up. Plenty of leg. And it's good. But we have a flag on the play. So a flag on the play. Wait and get the indication from the official. Looks like both teams are headed to their sidelines. This will be against Doan. Penalty is declined, and the Dort University defenders take a 7-0 lead. 7-0 our score just underway. Glad you're along with me. Back with more from Crete, Nebraska, right after this. Zachman, a high end-over-end kick after Dort takes the lead, 7-0. Running it back for the Doan Tigers. Return man to the 15, to the 20, to the 25-yard line. I believe that's Celestine. Celestine on the return, and the Tigers will take over first down and 10 at their own 26-yard line. So Dort kicks off to start the football game. They force a pass interception. That was Lane Dominey with his first interception of the season. And the defenders take the ensuing drive, 58 yards. Noah Clayberg goes five yards for the touchdown run to Caput. And Drake Davidson... Will now bring the troops back onto the field. Handoff up the middle and falling on top of the loose ball is Sudbeck. Now it's loose again. And did the defenders recover it? The ball looked like it looked like Sudbeck had it initially. And it popped loose and he picks it up. So a gain of four on the play for Jermaine Derajean, beg your pardon. That was Derajean on the carry. Derajean, 213 yards, 3.3 yards per carry. This Doan team, not known for their running game, as Christian noted during the pregame show, 58 yards of rushing offense. Second down and six, so a gain of four. That's 58 yards per game for Doan so far this year. Back to pass. They flare it out to the near side. Derajean, Derajean forced out of bounds. Looks like he's got enough for a first down. A gain of eight on the play, and it will be first down and ten, and the player shaken up for the defenders on the play. We'll wait and see who that is, but a defensive lineman shaken up for Dort. And it looks like that is Dort's 
Jake Buchelman. Buchelman shaken up on the play. Chris Fagerness out to attend to him. Clock is stopped with the injured player being attended to. 12.27 left to play, first quarter. Dort leading 7-0. So Buchelman will walk off of the field under his own power. Where's a, left, uh, where's a brace on that left knee? And now the defenders will send a new player in to take his spot. So the defensive lineman for Dort. It's going to be Bielkeman who's shaken up on the play. Jake Bielkeman, six foot two fifty from Ripon, California. First ten, first and ten. The defenders on defense. Football at their own thirty-nine yard line. For the Doan Tigers. Tigers, three receivers set to the right. Send a man in motion from right to left. Hand off Derajean. Derajean tackled by Morozik. Morozik dragged down from behind. Gain of nine on the play. And uh, that's going to be just shy of the first down. No, they're going to give him a first down. First down and ten for the Tigers. So the Tigers have struggled offensively to move the ball on the ground so far this year, but today has been a different story. So Morozik with the tackle. Drake Davidson is your quarterback for the Tigers. Two receivers set to the right, one to the left for the Tigers. Dara Jean in the backfield. They hand it off to Dara Jean. Dara Jean, nothing there that time. Morozik makes the tackle. It'll be second down. And less than, it looks like uh, second down and at least nine, the gain of less than a yard for the Tigers. Second down and nine. Cornerbacks, Domini and Cabongo. Safeties, Bosma for the defenders and Quentin Murphy. And Dort actually playing with five defensive backs. You've also got Jalen Placide at a safety. Back to pass. Is complete and forced out of bounds. Short of the first down yardage, though, on the pass completion to Brandon Gannon. And the defenders, Quentin Murphy on the coverage, pushes him out of bounds after a gain of six on the play. It'll be third down and two. Third down and two for the Tigers. Tigers into Dort territory at the 42-yard line. 10-41 and counting. First quarter. Dort leading 7-0. Drake Davidson is your quarterback. Dara Jean is in the backfield along with him. Dara Jean stopped in the backfield, and that's David Kakmarinski with another tackle for a loss. Kakmarinski, the team leader in tackles for loss. He adds to his 8.5 total now with 9.5. That is a loss of at least two or three on the play. It's going to be fourth down and five, and it looks like Doan will punt. Levi Sudbeck, number five, scheduled to punt for Doan today. 42 punts this year, 36.9 yards per punt average. Nathan Cabongo. At the 10-yard line, line of scrimmage is the Dort 46. Sudbeck 
Pretty good athlete, though. We'll make sure that he kicks it away. He does. Spiraling kick. Fair catch called for by Cabongo at the 18-yard line. So Cabongo weaving his way through Doan Tigers to make that fair catch and save Dort some yards of field position as Sudbeck hangs it up. That is a 28-yard punt by Sudbeck, and it'll be Dort with the football, first down and 10 at their own 19-yard line. So the defenders up 7-0, defense forced to turn over, and now forced Doan to punt. David Kakmarinski with the tackle for a loss on that drive. Handoff goes to Sconehoven, that time nothing doing for Levi. One of the rare times Levi caught for a loss, a loss of less than a yard though. It'll be second down and a long 10. Sconehoven in the backfield along with Clayberg. Two receivers set to the right, one to the left. Clayberg back to pass, throws it, complete to Jungling. Jungling dragged down immediately as he makes the pass catch. That uh, tackle made by Dones, Garrett Freese. And Jungling with enough for a first down. So Dort with it, first down and 10 at their own 24-yard line. Handoff to Sconehoven, beg your pardon, their own 29-yard line. Sconehoven, again, short gain on the play. It'll be second down and nine. Second and nine for Dort. So they're trying to set things up with that fullback plunge up the middle by Sconehoven. Clayberg. Fakes the handoff. He's going to roll. He's got a convoy in front of him. Gets to the corner. He's to the 39-yard line. And thrown out of bounds right at the 40-yard line. Finishing him off was Zane Koskelin, but another Dort first down, and the defenders right now moving the football well. They ran to the near side, and that time the guard on the left side was able to pull out and get in front, and Clayberg was able to get to the edge and pick up nine yards on the play. Hand off Sconehoven. Sconehoven at the 41-yard line. Gain of one on the play. It'll be second down and nine. Second down and nine. Joel Penner on the sideline. He wants to keep the tempo up. Clayberg in the shotgun. Looking to the sideline now. Eight minutes remaining in the first quarter. Dort leading 7-0. Got their second possession of the football game right here. Clayberg back to pass. Throws complete. And that is jungling with the catch. But jungling might have caught an ankle as he came down. Comes up a little bit gimpy on that right ankle. He'll limp off of the field under his own power. Looked like that leg got folded under him. And he will head to the sideline. And checking in for him is the defenders, Raymond Taronis. Taronis will line up on that side of the field. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven pulling his way forward. Looks like he's short of the first down by less than a yard. Dort needs the midfield strike for a first down. They're at their own 49. I'd be shocked if the defenders don't go for it here. Taronis into the ball game. Uh, checks out of the contest, actually. Raphael Carr is in for the defenders. Skeebhout in the backfield along with Sconehoven. Fourth down and less than a yard for the defenders. They need the midfield stripe for a first down. Clayberg turns. 
keeps it himself, pitches it over to Skibout. Skibout runs over a tackler, picks up three yards on the play as he's upended by Damon Brown in front of the Doan bench right in front of me on the near sideline. But he picks up more than enough for a first down, and the defenders definitely running up-tempo today. That is a gain of five on the play for Skibout. Dort hustling back to the line of scrimmage. This is Clayberg. Clayberg's going to run option to the right side. Clayberg lunging his way forward and a tackle at the line of scrimmage by Zane Koskelin. Koskelin saves a big gain with that shoestring tackle from behind to make it second down and nine. A one-yard gain on the play for Clayberg. Clayberg turns, hands, gives to Sconehoven, spins out of one tackle, and picks up a couple. It's going to be third down and seven. Third down and seven with 6.17 remaining in the first half. Uh, pardon me, the first quarter. Dort up to the line of scrimmage again. Movement, no flags, nose tackle. Move, but didn't make contact with Mitchell Van Regenmorter. So it's third down and seven for the defenders. In all likelihood, four down territory for Dort right here. Clayberg in the pistol, has Skibout behind him. Clayberg's going to roll left. Has a man open, that's Dodge, throws it up for grabs, and it's broken up. Incomplete, and that'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down, and seven, and the defenders not in four-down territory, not close enough to the first down marker. So they are going to send the punt team onto the field. Jake Dodge will stay on the field, and he will punt. Dodge, 16 punts so far this season. 36.7 yards per punt average. That will put Doan and the return man back inside the 10-yard line, or right at the 10-yard line is Celestine. Celestine will take it at the 10, angling off to the sideline, gets the hash mark, and he is brought down at the 19-yard line. So about a a 10-yard return by Celestine. And Doan will take over. First down and 10 at their own 20-yard line. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. Dort with a 7 to nothing lead. The Doan Tigers with their first, their poorest field position to start, starting at their own 20-yard line. Quarterback, Drake Davidson. Davidson in the shotgun. Back to pass. Pass over the middle is incomplete. Broken up by Bosma. Pass intended by Josh Baker. So Bosma breaking it up. Bosma listed as a safety, but uh, it's all Dort playing with five defensive backs here against Doan this afternoon. Bosma almost playing more of a linebacker. He'll line up and match up with someone out of the slot. They slide Murphy back deep. Dominey lines up at a corner. Davidson. Back to pass. Throws. Deflected. Picked off by Dominey. Dominey with his second pickoff. He's to the 20, inside the 20, down to the 18. And the Dort defenders force another turnover. Lane Dominey having one of those days where he's in the right place at the right time. He picked one off to start the game. He's got another interception. The freshman from Dripping Springs, Texas, 
And the defenders have it first down and 10 at the 20. So Dort takes over first down and 10 at the own 20-yard line. 5.26 remaining first quarter. Noah Clayberg, full house backfield. Running back set to the left, right, and behind him. Send a man in motion out of the backfield. Back to pass is Clayberg. Clayberg looking, flush from the pocket to the right, and he's forced out of bounds back at the original line of scrimmage at about the 20. We've got a player shaking up for Doan. Slow and getting off of the turf for Doan is Josh Delgado. Delgado, 6'3", 280. He'll head off of the field. Looks like he's holding his right hand. A loss of one, actually, on the scramble by Clayberg. Looks like Dort very intent to keep Clayberg in the pocket as much as they can. Hand off to Skibout. Skibout, four yards forward, actually five yards, so sets up a third down and six after the five-yard pickup on second and 11 by Skibout. So Dort needs the five-yard line, beg your pardon, the 10-yard line for a first down. Clayberg on the left side. Clayberg running option, keeps it himself. He's to the 11, and he's knocked down at the 11-yard line. It'll be fourth down and short for the defenders. Decision time for the coaching staff. You go for the field goal here. This would be a 28-yard field goal attempt with no wind. Doesn't look like there's any movement on the sideline. It's going to be fourth down for the defenders. Fourth down and a long two. Clayberg is going to keep it. Reverses field, 10-5. Touchdown defenders, no flags on the play. And the defenders have a 13-0 lead on Noah Clayberg's second touchdown of the day. And the Dort defenders have a 13-0 lead with 3.58 remaining in this first quarter. So Dort offensively taking advantage of Doan's turnovers. The Dort defense setting up the Dort offense, and both Doan turnovers have led to points for Dort. Brett Zachman, 16 of 21 from the on uh, point after tries. Snap is down, kick is up by Zachman, and Zachman splits the uprights. Brett Zachman, the freshman from Leesburg, Florida, and Dort has a 14 to nothing lead. 14 to nothing. Our score. Back with more after this. You're listening to Dort football on KDCR. Augustine, Celestine that is, lets it bounce across the end zone. That'll be a touchback. Doan will take it first down and 10. So first and 10 for the defenders. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. The Doan Tigers so far scoreless. Dort leading 14 to nothing. 358 remaining here in the first quarter. So the Doan Tigers trailing by a couple of possessions, couple of scores, handoff up the middle. And a short gain on the play for Jacoby White. White picks up maybe five on the play. It's going to be second down and five. So Doan taking over first down and ten. At their own 25-yard line, a pair of Noah Clayberg touchdown runs. The last one, 12 yards. The first, 5 yards. And the defenders have a 14-0 lead on the Doan Tigers. So the Doan Tigers 
trailing 14-0, second down and five. Back to pass, Davidson, Davidson pass, is picked off. No, drops to the ground, looked like Bosma had it, but it comes goes in and out of his hands on the diving attempt by the safety, Josh Baker. Josh Baker, the intended receiver for Doan, and that will bring up third down and five as the clock stops with 3.14 remaining here in the first half. First quarter, that is, a slow-moving first quarter of play. Noah Clayberg already, 3 of 5 passing for 59 yards for Doan, 2 of 6 for 16 yards. Third down and 5, Drake Davidson sends a man in motion, back to pass, under pressure, and the pass is complete over the middle, out to the 35-yard line, to the 40, to the 45, and dragged down from behind is Levi Sudbeck, Sudbeck who doubles as the punter for the Doan Tigers. But now do we have a flag on the play? We do, on the far sideline, at the 25-yard line. And the big fellow for Doan, Logan Herman, 6'7", 390. He can't believe it. Shaking his head in disgust. And the Doan Tigers. So an illegal shift called against the Doan Tigers. Flag thrown on the opposite sideline from where I am sitting. Now near the 25-yard line. So a loss of five on the play as you uh, get the penalty. And it'll be third down and ten for the Tigers. So the Tigers go ten yard, uh, five yards back towards their end of the field. Three minutes remaining in the first quarter. Drake Davidson. Davidson in the pistol, two receivers set to the right, two to the left. Davidson turns, fakes the handoff, under pressure, and down he goes. Quarterback sack for the defenders, and shooting through the gap is Sam Firyalkit. Firyalkit with the quarterback sack, a loss of seven on the play. It'll be fourth and 17. And the Dort defense has come to play this afternoon. They should get the football back in good field position here. Doan goes seven yards the wrong way on the quarterback sack. So between the penalty and then the quarterback sack, they lose 12. Cabongo, this one drives him back to the 45-yard line. And he steps up, makes the catch, returns it to near midfield. So a return of about seven yards on the play and a flag on the play coming out late. This was thrown out by the back, by the referee. The white hat was way back on the play. He throws it, though, to the spot of the tackle. Nathan Cabongo on the return, and we'll sort this out. So a personal foul against the defenders. A blindside block called on Dort on the play. This is going to go from the midfield stripe back to the 35. So Dort will start the drive. That negates the return by Nathan Cabongo of about 7 yards. And it will go back 15 yards to the 35-yard line. So personal foul penalty against the defenders. Marked off after the return. Two minutes remaining here in the first quarter. 
Noah Clayberg. Dort going to this full house set once again. Scone home to the left. They cross over in front. They hand it off to Skibout. Skibout the ball carrier. Skibout picks up six on the play. And that will bring up second down and four. So you've got Skibout on the field for Dort along with Anthony Trojan and Levi Skonhoven. Those are the three running backs in the backfield with the defenders, Noah Clayberg. Hand off to Skibout. Skibout, not much there that time. Tackle made by Dones, Riley, Hamulka. And that'll bring up third down and four. Dort at their own 41-yard line. Tight end comes in for the defenders. That'll be Lucas Warner. A little heavier set here. Jake Dodge winding up almost as an upright tight end. Hand off to Skibout. Skibout very near a first down at the 45-yard line. We'll wait and get the indication from the head linesman where he will spot it. It's going to be right on the stripe. It's going to be very near a first down at the 45-yard, just shy of the first down. It looks like it's going to be just short. And they're going to call it short by about a foot, give or take. And it's going to be fourth down and short. Fourth and short for the defenders. Dort's going to go for it here at their own 44 and a two-thirds. This is Clayberg. Clayberg racing to the edge. He's got the first down and more. He's to the 50 and thrown down at the 45-yard line. And the Dort defenders feeling pretty good about their offensive chances in their own territory. Fourth down and less than a yard, Noah Clayberg carries it right side, picks up 10, and it's a Dort first down leading 14 to nothing. Under a minute to go here in the first quarter. Van Regen Mortar snaps it back. Give it to Skibout. Skibout weaving his way forward, picks up six yards on the play. It's going to be second down and four. Second and four for the defenders. Shoot at the rate Dort is... Running plays, they could get another two plays off in this last 30 seconds. They hand it off to Skibot, Skibot the ball carrier. Skibot picks up another two on the play. It's going to be third down and two. 15 seconds and counting left to play here in the first quarter. Let's see if Dort tries to run another play. Seven seconds left as they line up. Now five, Clayberg. Marking signals, just trying to get five free yards, see if Doan will jump. They won't, and that's the end of the first quarter. Our score, Dort 14, Doan 0. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Through one quarter of play, Dort with 84 yards on the ground on 22 carries. They haven't broken a big one yet. Three of five passing for 59 yards. For Doan, six of ten, or six rushes for 10 yards. Two of six passing for 16 yards, and they have two interceptions, both of which led to eventual Dort touchdowns. Third down and two, Noah Clayberg, Skjonhoven throws a block for him to the 30, inside the 30, down to the 28-yard line. That Dort offensive line right now exerting and imposing their will on the Doan defensive line, and it hasn't been the big play yet, but it has been a steady diet of three to five yards, and the Dort defenders lead it 14 to nothing, and they are in Doan territory at the 27. First and 10 for the defenders. Rolling right, Clayberg plants, throws over the top, in and out of the hands of Rafi Carr. Pass falls incomplete, 
And that'll bring up second down and 10. So the defender's taking a shot down the field. Carr, 5'8", 175 pounds from Santee, California. Now we have not seen Levi jungling since he left early in the game. Looked like he had someone roll up on his ankle. So he is not in. That is Rafi Carr filling in in his spot. Hand off Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, 15. And Levi Schoenhoven with more than enough for a first down. That's a 13-yard pickup for Schoenhoven. And Levi Schoenhoven gives door to first down inside the 15 at the 14-yard line. Levi Schoenhoven, Skeebout, and Trojan in the backfield along with Clayberg. They send Trojan in motion. This is Clayberg. Clayberg, the ball carrier. Clayberg following his offensive line. That's William Vanderwouda. Vanderwouda bulling his way forward, and Clayberg ran up right behind him and picks up four yards on the play. It's going to be second down and six. But we have a player shaken up for the Doan Tigers. Doan Tigers with a player shaken up. Dort leading 14 to nothing. It's been a fast-paced first half of play. Dort has had possession of the football for 9 minutes and 11 seconds, and they have run a ton of plays already today. 27 plays in that first quarter for the defenders. Doan with just 12. Typically, through the course of a game, you're going to be 60s, 70s, maybe 80s for your offensive plays. And this is a warmer than normal day for mid to late October. The defenders facing now second down and five. Football is at the ten. They need the five-yard line for a first down. They're in Doan territory. Seems like they have been living in Doan territory so far today. 4.09 remaining. First half, 14.09 remaining, beg your pardon. Tough to read that scoreboard. The sun shining down on El Papik Field today. Warner, left to right, tight end. Handoff, Skibout, Skibout weaving his way forward, and Skibout forward progress to about the 7, then thrown back to the 8. So a gain of 3 on the play for Skibout, and it's going to be 3rd down. Third down and a couple yards. Checking out is Warner. Into the ball game for Dort, number 80. That's Josh DeYoung. DeYoung will line up in the slot. Hubelhorst is to the near side. Jake Dodge lining up about five yards off of the line of scrimmage to the left. Rolling right is Clayberg. Clayberg stops, reverses field. Clayberg going to run for it. He's at the five. And he is forced out of bounds right at the five-yard line. And the offensive line, watching that develop, very good job of not blocking in the back as Clayberg reversed field to the wide side of the field. Clayberg looks like he's just shy of the first down by less than a yard. It'll be fourth down and less than one. Fourth down and less than one. Checking into the game for Dort, new receiver. That's Levi Neeson. Fourth down and less than a yard. Clayberg fakes the handoff, keeps it himself. Lunches for the goal line. Is he in? Touchdown defenders. Another five-yard touchdown run for Noah Clayberg. Dort ran that misdirection where they faked the handoff 
to the man in motion. Clayberg straight up the middle, explodes through the hole, and the defenders now with a 20 to nothing lead. Noah Clayberg with his third rushing touchdown of the day. He's got over 60 yards on offense. Zachman will attempt the point after. Dort leading 20 to nothing with 12.53 remaining here in the first half. Tyler Reynolds will hold. Zachman, two for two so far today on point after tries. And the snap is down. Kick is up. Good job by Reynolds. Picking that one up out of the turf. Got the, got the snap down cleanly for Zachman. And Zachman splits the uprights. And the defenders lead at 21-0. 21-0 our score. Back with more after this. Isaiah Celestine lets that ball bounce through the end zone. Doan will take over first down and 10. And the Doan Tigers in a 21-0 hole with 12.53 remaining here in the first half. So the defenders jumping out early on the Tigers. So far for the Dort defenders on offense, they have dominated a couple of categories. Rushing yards 121-10, to time of possession 11 minutes to six minutes, basically. This is Davidson, the quarterback, in the pistol. Hands it off. And Darragine up the middle. Picks up a couple on the play. Now Darragine, 65 carries coming into the contest. 3.3 yards per carry. And he has a long, though, of 66. So 66 of his 213 yards coming into the ballgame, coming on one play. Dort's defense has forced a pair of interceptions so far. It's second down and eight for the Tigers in their own territory at the 27-yard line. Colin Ostenink in the ballgame now for the defenders. Dort's linebackers got Morozik and Brayton Van Kickericks. Pass is complete over the middle. Tackle made immediately by Dort's Quentin Murphy. Gain of five on the play on the completion to Brandon Gannon. But it's going to be third down and two for the Tigers at their own 33. So Doan at their own 33-yard line, 11.52 remaining in this first half. Dort leading 21 to nothing. Davidson has Darragine on his left shoulder. Three receivers to the right, one to the left for the Tigers. Back to pass is Davidson. Davidson, pass over the middle is incomplete, intended for Gannon. Pressure applied by the defenders in Morozik, and I think we're going to have a late hit called on Josh Morozik. So Morozik got back, got into the backfield, and Josh Morozik, I believe, is going to be called for a personal foul here. Had a couple of those called on Dort now in this game. Those 15-yarders you'd like to clean up. That was a blow to the head, evidently. And so the quarterback, Davidson. So Davidson stood in the pocket. Morozik brought the pressure, had his hands up, and made contact, evidently, with Davidson's helmet. And the Doan Tigers get a first down on the penalty. So Dort's had a couple of 15-yarders today, one on a... Punt return where there was a blindside block and now a making contact with the quarterback's head on that play. 
And Davidson back to pass under pressure. Davidson flush from the pocket. He's going to roll right. He's up to the line of scrimmage and throws it away. Now, was he blind behind the line of scrimmage when he threw it away? He was right at the first down marker. I should say the line of scrimmage marker. They're going to say he was behind it. Pass falls incomplete. It'll be second down and 10. So Davidson has been running for his life when he rolls out of the pocket. The Dort defense putting on pretty good pressure. Now Dort showing five defensive backs much of this afternoon so far. Domini and Cabongo lining up as your corners. Then you're sneaking the safety down to defend a slot. That's Bosma playing the deep safety is Placide. And you also have on the field for the defenders, Quentin Murphy, the safety coming up, almost lining up as a linebacker. Handoff. And a first down for the Tigers, and now the football is loose. Dort may be on top of it, and the Dort defenders have forced another turnover. Fumbling it away is Derajine, and coming up with it is David Kakmarinski. David Kakmarinski with the fumble recovery. And the Dort defense forces yet another turnover. Derajean had more than enough for a first down, and now the Tigers will take over first down and 10 at their own 30. So the defenders with it, first down and 10 at their own 30. Let's see if they strike quickly here. Might be a spot to take a shot over the top. We saw Ben Hubelhorst get free early in the ballgame for a big gain. Noah Clayberg, your quarterback, three backs with him. So receiver set far to the left, that's Dodge. Fake the handoff, Clayberg, plants, throws, complete to Carr. Carr, in, past the 50, down to the 45-yard line. So the Dort defenders going to Raffy Carr for that completion. Raffy Carr inside the 50, down to the 44-yard line. And the defenders, another first down on the play. So Raffy Carr... On the receiving end of that rollout from Clayberg, back to passes Clayberg, plants, throws, pass over the middle, undershot him. Had Carter Skibot open at the 25-yard line, but Skibot unable to come back to the the pass that was underthrown. That will bring up second down and 10 for the defenders at the Doan 44-yard line. Stops the clock in the process, 10.42 remaining here in the first half. Dort leading 21 to nothing. Handoff, no, Clayberg keeps it himself. Clayberg spun out of bounds at the 40-yard line. A gain of four on the play. It'll be third down and six. So Dort going back to the ground. Clayberg on the rollout that time. Looked like it might have been a designed option, actually, and elected not to pitch it to Skibout. Third down and six now at the 40 for the defenders. Carr is lined up in the slot to the right. Fake the handoff. Pitch it over to Skibout. Skibout. Picks up maybe three yards on the play, uh, probably closer to one. They're going to mark his knee down at the 40, pardon me, the 39-yard line. And the defender's in no man's land here, facing fourth down. And we're going to call it a long four. They need at least the 34 for a first down. The first down marker in between the 34 and 35-yard line of Doan. And the football resting at the 39. So we'll call it fourth and five for the defender's. In tone territory, Clayberg rolling left, pass is overthrown, incomplete, and that will bring up a change of possession. Turnover on downs for the defenders, Dort with a 21-0 lead, 9.37 remaining here in the first half. 
Doan will take over first down and 10 at their own 40, uh, pardon me, their own 39 yard line. We'll check some other scores from around the conference as we get into the Fairway Meat and Grocery and Sioux Center scoreboard, serving the community since 1991. We'll do that during our next change of possession. So the Tigers trying to right the ship here. Drake Davidson in the pistol. Dara Jean is behind him. Davidson turns. Oh, they handed off new running back. That's Cameron Quick. Cameron Kick Quick at the midfield stripe, upended by Murphy. Gain of 10 on the play. Make it 11. It'll be first down and 10 for the Tigers at midfield. First down and 10 for the Tigers at midfield. 9.20 and counting. First half. Doan has not had the football much here this afternoon. Dort able to control much of the contest so far. They hand it off to Quick. That time there's nothing there for Quick, and that's David Kakmarinski. He's been living in the backfield of the Doan Tigers. It's going to be second down and 11. Kakmarinski, defensive end. He's got a couple of tackles for loss already. And the Dort defenders with a second down and 11 situation defensively. Colin Ostenink back in the game for the defenders on the near side. Lining up at defensive end, you've also got Koopmans. That's Chase Koopmans on the far side, so you're lining up Kakmarinski over a guard rather than a tackle. Back to pass. Under pressure. Davidson, and Davidson is taken down by Murphy, and the Dort defense. This is as active as we have seen them this season where they have been very active. They brought extra players on the rush. They put pressure on the quarterback, and the defensive backs have been the recipients of a couple of interceptions so far, so a loss of five on the play on that tackle by Murphy. That's going to bring up third down and 16. Football now back at the Doan 44-yard line. They need the Dort 40 for a first down. 7.48 remaining here in the first half. Dort leading 21 to nothing. A couple of interceptions turned into touchdowns on the ensuing possessions for Dort, along with an extended drive. Back to pass, and wrapped up and thrown down, and who was it? It was Morozik. Morozik bringing the pressure, the linebacker. A loss of four on the play, and it will be fourth down and long. The Tigers back at their own 40, facing fourth and 20, and they'll be punting. This is Levi Sudbeck who will be punting for the Tigers. Nathan Cabongo will line up at about his own 24-yard line. Line of scrimmage is the 40. He's about 35 yards deep as Cabongo. End over end kick. Cabongo lets it bounce out of bounds. It'll be somewhere around the 25-yard line. We'll wait for the indication from the official. The 24, first down and 10 for the defenders at the 24-yard line. When we resume play so far today, as we take a look at the fairway scoreboard, Concordia and Northwestern, 7-7 seven to seven early in the second quarter. No report on Jamestown and Morningside. Noah Clayberg turns, fakes the handoff, gets a block. 
Throws, pass complete to Dodge underneath. Dodge, 15-yard gain on the play for Jake Dodge out to the 40-yard line. And the defenders with a 16-yard pickup on the play to Jake Dodge. Dodge into the action for the first time in terms of a pass catch. Morningside leading teams down 44 to nothing. That was 37 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Fake the handoff, Kleber. Kleber gets a block. He's going to run. He's at the 45-50 and runs over a tackler at the 45-yard line. Taking him down low was Dones, Damon Brown, Noah Clayberg. Remember, he got hurt in the game between these two teams last season. Ended up with a broken bone in his foot. First down and 10 now for the defenders at the 43-yard line. Noah, though, with three touchdowns today. Handoff, Charlie Young. Charlie Young runs into his own offensive lineman. I believe that was Mitchell Van Riggenmorder had two players engaged. Charlie Young runs into him. Gain of one on the play. It'll be second and nine. 5.55 and counting. First half. Well, Dort could really get some separation here. Dort has has the uh, possession now. See if they can grind something out here. And then they get the ball back to start the second half. Back to pass is Clayberg. Clayberg floats it over the top. This is Hubelhorst and Hubelhorst. Incomplete. Thought he had a little separation. Pass falls incomplete. It'll be second. Beg your pardon, third and nine. Sedort taking a shot down the field with 5.33 remaining in the first half. Dort leading 21 to nothing. Dort, in all likelihood, you get something here. You're probably going to go for it on fourth down and see how they play it here. Do you try for just five, four or five yards? This is Clayberg. Clayberg has the edge. Clayberg's going to run for the first down. He's at the 31-yard line, upended at the 31-yard line, but he has the first down. The defenders with another first down carry by Noah Clayberg that time, and it appears Dort very consciously trying to get Clayberg's carries controlled he is not tucking and running nearly as easily as he was first down for the defenders at the Doan 31 yard line 525 remaining first and 10 for the defenders at the Doan 31 yard line Dort leading 21 to nothing Dort looking for more tailback your fullback is Sconehoven. Your tailback is Skibout. They fake the handoff. Clayberg. And Clayberg tripped up in the backfield at the 31-yard line. Dones Riley Heidhoff on the carry. And that'll bring up second down and 10. Heidhoff on the tackle. Clayberg on the carry. Dort leading 21 to nothing. So Dort slowing the pace just a little bit here, taking more time off of the clock. Both teams have all three of their timeouts remaining. Clayberg back to pass, has Dodge over the middle, hits him complete, and Jake Dodge down to the 10 yard line. Beautifully delivered, and Jake Dodge was able to get inside position, a 21 yard gain on the play, and the defenders have it first and goal inside the 10 yard line. So Dort with it, first down and goal to go at the 10, 4.30 remaining here in the first half. Dort leading 21 to nothing. 
Handed off, Skibout. Skibout, the ball carrier, bounces off of a tackler inside the five. Second effort down inside the five to the two-yard line. And the defenders have it. Second down and goal to go now at the two. So Skibout. Skibout inside the five down to the two. And Skibout and Sconehoven in the backfield along with Clayberg. Clayberg sends a man in motion right to left. They hand it off. Sconehoven. Sconehoven, second effort. He gets in. Hits a touchdown for Sconehoven. Levi Sconehoven just simply kept the legs churning, and the Dort defenders are up 27 to nothing, pending the point after by Zachman. So Zachman with an opportunity here to give Dort a 28 nothing lead. So far for the defenders. Nearly 200 yards of rushing offense. Zachman will kick it out of the hold of Reynolds. Trying to make it 28-0 with 3.47 left to play here in the first half. Reynolds, snap down, kick up. He's 3-for-3 so far and make it 4-for-4 for Zachman. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more in a moment. Dort with a 28-0 lead and another kick by Zachman that is through the end zone and the Dort defenders have rolled to a 28-0 lead with 3.47 remaining in this first half. Dort has used a combination of turnovers leading to scores and they've sustained some drives and they have begun to grind it out on the Doan Tigers and the Tigers thus far Difficulty answering. Noah Clayberg, 123 yards passing, 93 yards on the ground. He's got three touchdowns. Levi Sconehoven, nine carries for 28 yards. Carter Skibot, 11 for 42. And the defenders, that all adds up to 164 yards of rushing offense, 123 in the air. On a calm and beautiful day here in Crete, we've got a flag thrown in the defensive backfield. In all likelihood, that's going to be a play clock violation. Delay of game against Doan coming out of the change of possession. It'll be first and 15. Those are the kind of things that will drive you absolutely crazy. Coming out of the change of possession, unable to get a play in in time. And the Doan Tigers, five yards the wrong way. They're back at their own 20. And now if you're Dort, you get a stop here, you might think about using your timeouts. See what the, how this play develops. First and 15. Neither team has used a timeout up to this point. Davidson turns, hands it off, and chased down from behind is Morozik. Morozik has been everywhere today. Carry by the Tigers, Jacoby White. Gain of two. It's going to be second down and 13. 3.30 remaining. So Northwestern up now 14-7 to in their contest with Concordia. Looks like our scoreboard is completely filled in. We'll go through that at our next change of possession. That's the fairway scoreboard. Second down and 13, or we'll do it at halftime. Back to pass is Davidson. Davidson loses the handle, now picks it up. He's at the 20, and it comes loose. Football is loose again. Defenders will scoop it up. That is Quentin Murphy, I believe. Murphy with the fumble recovery and the defenders. And now we're going to have a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty called against the defenders. It's going to be a 15-yarder because of the celebration. I think Brayton Van Kickericks 
little too rambunctious with that celebration and uh, the way the Dort defense has been playing so far. You can't fault him for being fired up, but uh, just a little bit too much that time. That's going to be a 15-yard penalty, and the defenders will have to go an additional 15 yards after getting the fumble recovery, I believe, at the 34-yard line. Now, that will not negate the play. So Dort forces the turnover. So unsportsmanlike against the defenders. Can't open the windows here at El Papak Field, so... I'm relying almost entirely on what I see and what I can decipher through the glass. But a 15-yard penalty against the defenders. It'll be first and 10 at the Doan 48. Pardon me, at the Dort 48 with Dort in possession of the football. Three minutes for Dort to work with and three timeouts. Noah Clayberg. Clayberg. Has a running back behind him. Two is set to his left. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven the ball carrier, and Sconehoven picks up two on the play. Yards have been hard to come by for Sconehoven today. Now, he did get that touchdown moments ago to give Dort a 28-0 lead. It's second down and eight. Warner will head off of the field. I've been watching. Levi Jungling is moving around on the sideline. They have not shut him down for the day, but I'm guessing if Dort starts to ground and pound that uh, they may say, Levi, we're going to save you for the rest of the season. He left early in the ballgame. Gain of nine on the play. It's third down and one for the defenders. 218 and counting. Clayberg turns, hands, gives to Sconey. Sconey up the middle, 35-yard line. Falls forward to the 33, and that's another Dort first down, and it's kind of pick your poison right now. Doan concentrating on stopping Clayberg and Skibout, and Levi Sconehoven taking advantage, and he's going to start piling up yards now. Fake the handoff. Clayberg rolling right, throws it, complete to Carr, and that's close to a first down. Rafi Carr playing in place of Levi Jungling, who twisted an ankle, it appeared, Early in the ball game, we have not seen him since. So Raphael Carr on the receiving end of that for a Dort first down, down to the 22-yard line. Under two minutes to go in the half. They hand it off Sconehoven. Sconehoven at the 20, forward progress. Trying to get a little help from Alex Hoisman. And the defenders now second and eight after the two-yard pickup by Skiba, by Sconehoven, that is. 1.30 and counting. All three timeouts remaining. Handoff Sconehoven. Sconehoven inside the 15 down to the 14-yard line. 1.25 and counting. Levi Sconehoven now over 50 yards in the first half. A long of 13 so far. That's his 14th carry. So third down and two for the defenders now at the 15-yard line. Pistol set, I Fake the handoff, this is Clayberg. Clayberg to the 15, he's got the first down. Plants, dodges a tackler, now at the 5. Second effort, diving for the pylon. Is he in? He is not. He's marked out of bounds at the 1. And the defenders will let the clock wind down, I would imagine. You want to allow Doan as little time as possible. So 56 seconds remaining in the first half. Dort leading 28 to nothing. It has been all defenders thus far. 
So the clock stops on the play. Clayberg. Oh, Clayberg looks to the sideline now. You've got Sconehoven to his right on his right shoulder. Skibot is stationed two yards behind him. Man in motion, fake the handoff, and that's Noah Clayberg into the end zone again. Touchdown defenders, four touchdowns for Noah Clayberg. Over 100 yards rushing, over 100 yards passing, and the defenders have a 34-0 lead pending the point after with 54 seconds remaining in this first half. It's been all Dort thus far. Doan has been limited to 75 total yards of offense. And Zachman on to attempt the point after try. Reynolds holds. Snap is blocked. It's loose. And the defenders will pick it up. This is Warner. And they'll whistle the play dead. And the defenders have a 34-0 lead. 34 to nothing. our score after the kick is blocked by Doan. It'll be Doan receiving the kickoff when we're back right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Dort as we head towards halftime. Doan will receive the kickoff, and the Doan Tigers run it out to the 29-yard line. And that is where they will start first down and 10. And for the Tigers, it has been as long a half as you can imagine. Returning that kick. The Tigers, I believe that was number 16. Wasserman, no, that wouldn't be Wasserman. Must have been Ryan Michael if I got the number right. Under a minute to go, Doan trailing 34 nothing. So the Tigers with a football in their own territory. Let's see what they do here. Down 34 with three timeouts remaining. And you guessed it, David Kakmarinski, another tackle for a loss. Kakmarinski, they have not found an answer for him yet. The Doan Tigers, Jacoby White caught for a five-yard loss on the play. That is at least Kakmarinski's third tackle for a loss. And with under 30 seconds to go, Doan in no hurry to run another play. Both teams have three timeouts remaining. If you're the defenders, you could really add insult to injury and use timeouts here. Doesn't look like they will. Ten seconds remaining. They hand it off, and that's White. White the ball carrier, White to the 25-yard line, and that's going to be the last play of the first half. It's been all defenders so far. Dort, 34. Doan, 0. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Back with more, and including our Where Are They Now segment. Joey Vanderscaff will be our featured Where Are They Now individual. Remember Joey Well, he had a large part in Dort's first ever varsity victory over the Concordia Bulldogs that first year of varsity football for the defenders some 11 years ago. We'll be visiting Christian Zouster. We'll be visiting with him as our halftime show continues. Dort leading 34-0. to I'm Christian Zylstra, and this is another edition of Where Are They Now on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR 88.5.com. 
Where the Now is made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886, trust in tomorrow. Our guest today for Where the Now is a former running back for Dort football. He was on the very first team and played an important role in the very first win in program history. A 2010 graduate from Dort, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today on Where the Now is Joey Vanderskoff. Before you first stepped on campus as a student at Dort, and for those who don't know your background, where did you grow up and how were you first introduced to what was then Dort College? So I grew up in the California Central Valley. I, as a lot of probably Dort students have this experience, I went to a Christian Reformed high school. So I had heard of Dort pretty much all growing up. A lot of my teachers at the school that I went to were graduates of Dort. And then other people throughout growing up in Ripon had gone to Dort. So I knew of Dort pretty well. Honestly, it was never really a thought of mine to go there. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I just, it just wasn't a thought that I would go out to the Midwest. I, I had a bias against uh, cold winters at the time and did not think it would be somewhere I'd end up. But, yeah, as high school ended and I was thinking that I wanted to play sports somewhere and I was dating a girl and we kind of wanted to go to the same school and she is now my wife so it worked out when we kind of looked at different options it was right around the time that dork football was starting too and so coach Hebner had come out to Ripon to recruit some people and also to kind of raise awareness and fundraise for the football program and so I spoke to him then and then it, it seemed like it would be a good fit so my wife was going to do the nursing program, and I thought that I'd come and go to school and play football at Dort. Before we dive a little deeper into athletics, on the academic side, you ended up studying business administration at Dort. Why was that yeah. important for you? What led you to choosing that area of study? So my family, we're involved in agriculture here. We do dairy and also we grow almonds, which is, that's how we pronounce it in Ripon. But it was just important because, yeah, I was going to work in the family business afterwards, and I, I kind of always knew that. So I looked into the ag program, and at the time I was thinking, you know, we do a little bit different type of agriculture here in the Valley than in the Midwest. So I was thinking I would rather get like a general business education than a specific agriculture one. During your time at Dort as an athlete, a lot of people tied you to football. You mentioned you wanted to play sports in college. When did football become a passion of yours and something that really interested you at the next level? In high school, I was never sure. I, I kind of had an idea that I'd want to play football or basketball. I probably grew up more basketball-focused. Our school at the time, you know, we, we were pretty good at basketball, and we actually didn't develop a football program at Ripon Christian until I was a sophomore. So I was part of that program starting. And then towards the end of high school, I enjoyed football a lot, so it became an option with basketball and, and something that maybe I'd want to pursue. And when, when Dort was starting up their program, it seemed fitting that maybe I would just participate. And it was the same story. I came as a sophomore to Dort College and started football as a sophomore. And basically the same thing. It was a lot of growing pains, but just try and grit it out and keep going and see what we can do. Yeah, there are always growing pains when you're part of a new program and a program starting up. But on October 11, 2008, 
you did play a big part, scored the opening touchdown at over 100 rushing yards in the game in Dort football's first ever varsity win. And I know the football program has grown a lot since then, but as someone who kind of went through that, not only at Ripping Christian, but who went through that at Dort as well, what was it like getting that first taste of victory? I remember that game against Concordia. It felt real good. We had been struggling, and it was it was really nice to get that first win. But I probably would be remiss in not mentioning that our defense was always uh, keeping us in games. They were doing an amazing job all year, keeping us close. And that was finally an opportunity where the offense, where we were able to step up and do our part of the game. And yeah, I I played a role, but I don't know. To me, it still it still almost feels a little bit like a fluke. My contribution to that game. Our line was freshmen and sophomores battling against juniors and seniors of the other team. And then on the defensive side of the ball, the same thing, the defensive line and linebackers. It's amazing to me that we were able to even keep it as close as we did in some of these games, considering that, yeah, it was 18- and 19-year-olds going against 20- and 21-year-olds who have been in the weight room a few more years than we have. But, yeah, that game against Concordia just seemed like it all came together. It was a huge relief to get that first win. I think, actually, after the game, Coach Evener just walked up and gave me a big hug, saying thank you. <laughs> you graduated from Jordan this spring of 2010, and when you think back just in general, you know whether it's as a student, an athlete, what sticks out to you most about those years at Dort? Yeah, you know, in the midst of it, I don't think that I was really picking up on all these things, but looking back on it, I think the lessons in regards to sports, the lesson of grit and determination were huge. You know, we were getting we were getting beat pretty good by some of these established teams, and the GPAC is probably the toughest conference in NAI, and it was difficult to want to go to practice that next Monday when you were beat up and all that, and to keep it going, but kind of having that determination of not wanting to give up and keep going has been a very valuable life lesson. And then in regards to academics, just the Christian perspective and that, you know, it's probably said a million times at Dort, but Abraham Kuyper's every square inch and that everything that we're doing is for the glory of God and how that's carried over into my work life, my family business, family life at home with my kids and all that. It has been incredibly impactful, and I'm very grateful for the education Dort gave us. You know, after graduating from Dort, you talked about working with the family business and working with the dairy and with harvesting. How did your role change? What are you doing now in terms of kind of your family's dairy operation? Yeah, so after I graduated, I was the oldest of the the brothers to return. So I had a few years where I just worked with my dad and At the time, we were expanding our dairy operation. We have two locations close to us, and then we had another one, you know, started another one a little little ways away, but all still here in this Ripon, Escalon area. Also, we expanded into Ammon Orchards, and we're, we're growing in that as well. But as my brothers came back, I've actually really enjoyed that. I know a lot of people talk about family businesses that can be, you know, a lot of strife and different things going on there, but... I really appreciate all of the characteristics my brothers bring to this. They have different strengths that I do not possess, and I am very grateful for what they bring to the table. In fact, I joke that they're smarter than me, so I'm just going to hitch my wagon to their brains there and, and let them do their thing. But, yeah, we separate the business up enough so that we don't step on each other's toes, but I think we work together pretty well. And actually, in the last few years, too, we've 
expanded into milk processing where we do about two and a half million pounds a day of making skim milk powder and cream and different stuff like that. But the last question I have for you, Joey, work aside, what's one or maybe a couple kind of the major highlights you've gotten to experience in your life and enjoy over the past decade? That's a good question. There's a a lot of different things. I've enjoyed traveling with my wife. We have four kids now. Even taking them new places and experiencing things with them has been amazing. I've got three girls and one boy, so I grew up with mostly all brothers. I had one sister before, three other brothers, and so it's kind of a challenge for me, but it's fun getting to live in a household of girls basically now. So married life and growing our family. That's been my life for the last 10 years, it seems like, anyway. So I would say that's definitely my highlight. Well, Joey, that's awesome to hear. I really do appreciate you taking some time to chat with me, and best of luck to you moving forward. Hope things continue to go well out there with the family business. Yeah, thank you. Once again, a big thanks to Joey Vanderskow for taking some time to sit down with us and chat and join us for Where Are They Now? Made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member. Providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. That's going to do it for this edition of Where Are They Now? on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com, your home for Defender Athletics. Here's your fairway meat and grocery scoreboard check, serving Sioux Center since 1991. Morningside leading Jamestown at last check, 44 to nothing. A little bit of a surprise here. Dakota Wesleyan on the road leading Midland, 14 to 7. And Northwestern leads Concordia. 14 to 7. That was in the second quarter. That is up the road at Seward. Uh, the game you're listening to right now, Dort leading Doan 34 to nothing. Half time numbers, uh, scoring summaries Noah Clayberg, four touchdown runs of 5, 12, 5, and one yard each. Levi Schoenhoven with a two yard plunge as well mixed in. Dort scored on drives of 58, 19, 65, 76, and 52 yards. I believe four out of the uh, three out of the four scores were precipitated by turnovers by the defenders. First two for certain, and the last one as well, a uh, fumble recovery. Dort, 205 yards rushing. Doan, 49. Dort, 134 in the air. Doan, 22. All totaled in the first half. Dort, 339. Doan, 71. Time of possession, Dort, 18. Doan, 12. Noah Clayberg, 17 carries, 107 yards. Levi Scone, Oven, 14 for 55. Carter Skibout, 11 for 42. Noah Clayberg, 7 of 13 passing, 134 yards. Jake Dodge, 2 catches for 38. Raffy Carr, 2 for 37. Levi Jongling, 2 for 17. He's not played since early in the game, though. Looked like he uh, had an ankle get rolled up on it in a 34-0 game. I would imagine they are shutting him down at halftime. Ben Hevelhorst, one catch for 42 yards. Jake Dodge, one punt for 33 yards. And uh, defensively, the defenders, two interceptions for Lane Dominey. A couple of passes broken up by Connor Bosma. Fumble recovery each for David Kakmarinski and Quentin Murphy. Kakmarinski also three tackles for a loss. Kakmarinski four solo, one assisted stop. 
And uh, he also forced a fumble. Quentin Murphy, four solos, one stop. Josh Morozik's been everywhere, five solos, one assist. For Doan, Jermaine Derrigine, six carries for 36 yards. Adam Wasserman, two for 10. Drake Davidson, three of eight passing with two interceptions and 22 yards of passing offense. We're at halftime. Dort leading 34-0. Dort will have the first possession of the second half. When we return right after this, this is Dort Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Score check. Dort women's soccer leads Morningside 3-2. About midway through the second half. Defenders on the return. First kick return of the day. And returning it for Dort. And that is someone I didn't anticipate seeing back there. That's Michael Sonderman. Sonderman, 5'10", 210 from Nampa, Idaho. On the return, nice return by him. Took it from inside his own five to the 35-yard line, and that is where Dort will start, leading 34 to nothing. 34 to zero, our score. Clayberg is your quarterback. Hubelhorst lined up near side. Clayberg rolling left. Pass complete over to Dodge. That's an 11-yard pickup on the play for the defenders and a Dort first down. Jake Dodge on the receiving end of that 11-yard pass to the far sideline over on the Dort bench. Nice-sized crowd on hand for today's contest. Good day for a drive if you're a Dort fan. 210 yards or so from Sioux Center. Handoff up the middle, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, a five-yard pickup on the play. It'll be second down and five. Always good to see some familiar faces in the crowd. And a beautiful, sunshiny day. Might even get a little sunburn as you sit outside today. Game time temps, a very comfortable 60 degrees. They've crept upwards just a little bit. Winds are almost completely negligible. We're going to have a flag thrown on the scramble by Clayberg. And that's going to go, I believe, against Levi Schoenhoven, a block below the waist. But he's a running back and not an offensive lineman. The flag was thrown, unless it's a holding penalty, but it was thrown right at the line of scrimmage by the referee at the midfield stripe. So that will negate a gain of about 20 yards by Noah Clayberg. So that's going to bring up third down, pardon me, second down and long. And if it goes against the player, I think it is, that would be Levi Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven. And uh, offensive lineman went over the top. Schoenhoven went low. Now, why did they move the first down marker? This isn't right. Yeah, they'd move the chains, and they should not have. And chaos will ensue as we try to figure this out. 14.06 remaining. Now you got to remember where that line of scrimmage was. Good luck. I believe it was the 41 or so. It seemed like Dort had the ball at their 46, and they were facing. No, that's not. I don't. I don't think that's right, but. Up 34 to nothing. I'm not going to protest too loudly. Right now, the main 
thought is what are you having after the game for a post-game meal possibly? sure the defenders would like to put something together here now we've got a conference on the far side three officials involved umpire and line judge not involved at this point gonna be second down in a bunch second and 22 dort with the football at their own 34 need to get to the opponent's 44 yard line for a first down best thing for dort you've got two plays to try and get it done so after all of that, we are set. Second and 22 for the defenders after the 15-yard penalty on the running play by Clayberg. Play clock is at 13. Game clock is at 13.50. Dort leading 34 to nothing on their first possession of the second half. Clayberg barking signals. He's back to pass. Doan doesn't bring any pressure. Pass over the middle, incomplete, intended for Dodge at the midfield stripe. That's delivered on the mark. In all likelihood, Dort is facing a third down and five, but instead, and it'll be third down and long for the defenders. New player checking in for the defenders. First time we have seen Ray Taronis here in the second half. He'll line up in the slot. So third and 22 for the defenders. Tigers, this is a design keeper for Clayberg. Clayberg near the midfield stripe, and he's brought down back at what was the original line of scrimmage on this set of downs. It will be fourth down and nine, and Jake Dodge will be on to punt for the second time this afternoon. So Clayberg to the 47-yard line, needed the Doan 44, and he brought it to the Dort 47. So that's a short of the first down. So Jake Dodge, right at 36 yards per punt. Line of scrimmage is the 46. Look for Doan to try and bring some pressure. They bring 10. And over end kick, floats up. It's taken at the 15. Celestine on the return. And he is upended at the 30-yard line. That's Elliot Van Kickericks on the tackle. And it'll be Doan first and 10. And Celestine took a second shot as he went airborne. He got hit hard in the back. And I believe that was Elliot Van Kickericks who did the damage at the end of that play. Celestine pays for it. It's going to be first down and 10 for the Tigers at their own 31-yard line. 12.47 remaining, third quarter. Dort leading 34 to nothing. Davidson is your quarterback. Doan, three receivers set to the near side. Empty the backfield, send White in motion. They deliver it over to the near side, and the pass is complete to Baker. Baker, short gain on the play, basically a long handoff. Gain of two, it'll be second and eight. So the women's soccer team, 3-2 with Morningside, leading that contest so far. The uh, Dort... Women's soccer team trying to keep pace in the uh, GPAC standings. Big game today. Under 30 minutes to go in that one. Actually, right at the mid midpoint of the second half, 3-2. to two. Handoff, and that's Jacoby White. Not much there for Jacoby White. They are not getting any sort of push up front. Is Doan on the offensive line. Morozik on the tackle. Also Logan Fanning there. And it will be third down and long. Third and long for the defenders, in case you're curious, in that women's soccer game. 
Dort football leading three, uh, 34 to nothing, by the way. Sarah Creasel with a goal. Elena Van Zalen, another goal. Rachel Zeidema, senior from Inez, Kansas, uh, Kentucky, that is, with a goal as well. So good to see uh, Rachel. I believe that's her first goal of the season. 12 minutes remaining, third quarter. Davidson steps up in the pocket, nothing there. He is brought down. It's going to be a loss on the play. We have players down on the field for the defenders, and I'm not sure if Domini and might have had some friendly fire there. Domini and Placide, and Domini has not gotten up off of the field yet. Placide will run off of the field under his own power, but Domini shaken up. Lane Domini with a couple of interceptions so far this year. I did not see what happened, but on the near side, cornerback and safety, and I've got to thank uh, with two Dort players on the ground, uh, some friendly fire there where they end up running into each other and in all likelihood had heads turned and uh, probably full impact. Chris Fagerness helping Lane off of the field. Lane walking off under his own power. Fourth down and nine. And the clock stopped on that injury timeout. Dominey taking his time getting off the field. He's feeling that one. Chris Fagerness guiding him to the sideline. So Davidson actually taking down behind the line of scrimmage as he was scrambling. So that's going to go as a sack. And the defenders trying to piece things together on special teams. Getting onto the field late. This is Michael Sonderman. It's fourth down and nine. Sudback punting. Sudback end over end kick taken by Cabongo at the 32-yard line. And Cabongo struggling his way forward to the 37. It'll be first and 10 for the defenders at their own 37-yard line. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. 11.42 remaining in this in this third quarter. Dort Kling with a 34 to nothing lead. It's been all defenders thus far in this one. We'll try to get some more score updates. Dakota Wesleyan and Midland and Northwestern and Concordia very tight as they got close to halftime. 14-7, both of them. Handoff, skeeb out, skeeb out the ball carrier, and skeeb out, and gain of eight on the play. It's going to be second down and a couple. Midland and Dakota Wesleyan were actually tied 21-21 at halftime. Up at Concordia, it's 14-7. Here's Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier, and Sconehoven to the 41-yard line. That's another Dort first down, and uh, as crazy as this sounds, the defenders with three players now not out of the realm of possibility that they get to 100 yards this afternoon, depending on how this shakes out. Handoff. To Skibout, Skibout, straight ahead carry, gains three on the play. It will be second down and eight. So gain of two on the play. At this point, Clayberg 120 yards on the ground, Sconehoven 73, Skibout is at 50. Second down and eight, 1040. Receivers to the right. Fake the handoff, pass over the middle is incomplete, intended for Dodge. Pass falls incomplete. That'll stop the clock and bring up third down and eight. So far, Dort, 391 yards of total offense. Tadone's 72. Dort, 246 yards on the ground. 
leading 34 to nothing. To say that Dort has dominated this game would be an understatement up to this point. Fake the handoff, Kleber. Kleber gets a block, rolling right. He's going to throw, has a man wide open. That's Hubelhorst. Hubelhorst, five, touchdown. Ben Hubelhorst on the receiving end of the 39-yard touchdown. Kleber keeps it alive. And the defenders now with a 40-0 lead. With 10.28 remaining, and Clayberg with the left to play in the third quarter. Noah scrambling to his right. The defense had to honor his rushing ability, and that left. That leaves the the receiver wide open. And, of course, being Ben Hubelhorst, and Hubelhorst with his first touchdown of the season, and he is averaging well over 20 yards per catch. And the defenders trying to make it 41-0 with a point after try. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And the defenders lead it 41-0. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more in a moment. This mar- 10-28 left to play in the third quarter. Dort leading 41-0. Celestine, the ball carrier, on the return. And we have a tackle made by the defenders. Davis Ryan, I think that was Davis at least. I can't imagine that Noah Clayberg would be on the field on special teams. That's the other number three. So Clay and the uh, Davis Ryan and that was Bosma. Connor Bosma, do it all, 6'2", junior from Kimberly, Idaho. He has very steadily put together... A fine junior season has Bosma. Bosma shifting from linebacker, a bit of an undersized linebacker to a safety position. Adapted very well this junior year. Pitch over to the far side, and you guessed it, David Kakmarinski chasing the running back down from behind. Tackle on the play by Jacoby White. On the run by Jacoby White. Gain of six. It's going to be second down and four, but Kak Marinsky catching the running back from behind for the tackle. Kak Marinsky has been a pain in the side for Doan this afternoon. 6'2", 260, and Kak Marinsky has been living in the backfield. White in the backfield along with Davidson. Davidson hands it off to White, and White... Maybe gets first down. Nope, short of the first down. Morozik on the tackle along with Brayton Venkikarix. Venkikarix keeping White from gaining a first down. It'll be third and one at their own 26. Keeping an eye on that soccer match over in Sioux Center. Pretty critical match for the defender women. They want to keep up in the uh, conference race. They need a win today over Morningside. And they've got a lead right now, 3-2. to two. Here in Crete, it's 41-0, Dort over Doan. Nine minutes remaining in the third period. Under center is Davidson. There's movement. Davidson falls forward, and Davidson, more than enough for a first down. I've seen a lot of movement on the line of scrimmage by both teams through the first half, and now nearly seven minutes. Have not seen many false start or offside penalties called. In fact, I only remember one illegal shift. So it looks like some players getting a little bit of a rocker step into the play, though. As it is, Davidson picks up and up for a first down. First down and 10 for the Tigers at their own 28. 
Davidson. Shotgun formation, back to pass. Looks to the right. Pass is tipped away and beautifully played by the defenders, Quentin Murphy. Murphy gets a hand on and knocks it away in this defensive backfield for Dort right now, playing with a ton of confidence. Now, Marcus Whipper is in for Lane Dominey now. And I'm surprised that Doan, with a fresh player in the game on defense for Dort, hasn't tried to test Marcus Whipper. Whipper from Austin, Texas. He's the cornerback on the near side. So Davidson, second down and 10. And shotgun again. Tight end set to the left. They hand it off to White. White, Brayton Van Kickericks, tracks him down from behind. Limits him to a three-yard pickup on the play as he tried to get to the edge. It's going to be third down and seven, and Van Kickerick's able to turn him just enough back into where the help was. Didn't give him the sideline, and the Tigers now facing third down and six at their own 32 and trailing 41-0 in all likelihood, four-down territory here. Davidson, shotgun. Has White to his left. Dort will come up. Press coverage. Back to pass is Davidson. Davidson flush from the pocket. He's going to run for a first down. And is tripped up from behind. That was David Kakmarinski. Another tackle. He's got another tackle, but not before Doan picks up a first down. Uh, Dort, that time the linebackers ended up having to come out in coverage. And that left some space for Davidson to work. Davidson... With a short gain on the play, but more than enough for a first down. Doan with it, first and 10 at their own 41. Dort, three down lineman. Bring a player up to the far side, and they hand it off to White. White, that's Brayton Van Kickericks forcing him to the outside, and we've got a flag on the play as well, and I believe that's going to be a hold called against Doan, and it's thrown at the midfield stripe. Dort players are clapping their hands. He was forced out of bounds at the 46. Flag is resting at the 50, so if that's where it occurred, let's see what uh, well, they will mark the football. Right now at the 46, clock has stopped. 7.03 remaining here in the third period. So Doan is called for holding. It'll be 10 yards. And it's at the 36-yard line. So first down and 15 for the Tigers at their own 36. Seven minutes and two seconds remaining in this third period. It's been all Dort, 41 to nothing. Doan trying to put together a drive here in the third period and answer Dort. Quentin Murphy is your safety. Back to pass is Davidson. Davidson. Pass is behind the intended receiver, bounces up into the air. Celestine unable to make the play. Ball drops to the ground harmlessly, and it will be second down and long. Morningside leading Jamestown at last check, 44 to nothing. Dakota Wesleyan leading Midland, 21 to 14. That one's a bit of a surprise to me. And Northwestern was leading at halftime as well over Concordia, 14-7. to In between quarters, we will try to track down a few more scores and update those. Second down and 15. Man in motion for the Tigers. 
They hand it off, and David Kakmarenski throws White for another loss. To say David Kakmarenski has been living in the Doan backfield would be an understatement. Another tackle for a loss for David. And this defense, it appears to me, coming out with a little edge to them this afternoon, playing like they have something to prove. After surrendering 35 points last week to Northwestern, they have come back with a strong defensive performance here this afternoon. It's third and 19 for the Tigers. They're back at their own 32-yard line. Davidson in the shotgun. Two receivers set to the near side. Davidson is looking left, flares it out to the running back, White, and White off of his fingertips. Even if he makes that catch, Josh Morozik is there to make the stop. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. It'll be fourth down. So the defenders leading 41 to nothing. And they've got this game in hand. Nathan Cabongo at his own 34-yard line. Remember, you travel. You don't travel with your full squad when you go on the road, so it's uh, difficult to work in wholesale changes. Cabongo with a fair catch called for at his own 32-yard line. And for now, the shutout is intact. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Scoreboard check. From Fairway Meat and Grocery and Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. It is Northwestern leading Concordia midway through the third period, 14-7. Over in Sioux City, Morningside leading Jamestown, 61-0. And Dakota Wesley in the Midland will try to get that score. Clayberg. Pass has a man open. That's Dodge. Dodge at the 35-yard line. And now they say that a Doan player caught it off the deflection and an interception. It was in and out of the hands of Jake Dodge. And for the Doan Tigers, they have a highlight now as they will take over at their own 32-yard line. First down and 10. So the defenders looked like Dodge had that ball. Just bounced in and out of the hands. And a Doan defensive back came up with it. And the Tigers have it. Deep in their own territory at their own 32 with 5.45 left to play in the third period. So not much time to check on scores. Dakota Wesleyan and Midland actually tied 21-21. And that was at halftime. So uh, don't have an update on that at this point. And in women's soccer, Dort leading Morningside. Seven minutes remaining now. Dort three. Morningside two. Doan takes over, trailing 41 to nothing. They hand it off. This is Jacoby White. White to the 37-yard line, make it the 39-yard line. So a gain of seven on the play. It's going to be second down and three. Second and three, 5.30 and counting, third period. Defensively for Dort, you've got Kak Marinsky on the field. Colin Thornton lining up. Chase Koopmans, freshman from Haywarden. Haywarden, Ireton area, went to West Sioux High School. Also for the defenders, you've got Sam Warner lining up at linebacker. Back to pass is Davidson. Davidson flush from the pocket and nothing there. 
That time, Davidson runs right into the waiting arms of Sam Warner. Warner, six foot two twenty-five from Pella, Iowa. Freshman makes the tackle. He is the younger brother of Lucas Warner, who is the Dort starting tight end. That brings up third down and three. And as I said earlier, I'd be shocked if Doan isn't in four-down territory here. The only reason they weren't in four-down territory on the last drive was they ended up getting thrown for a couple of losses on the second and third down. They were facing fourth down and nearly 20. Doan with a football, 427 left to play, third period. Dort trailing, uh, leading 41 to nothing. Doan with a football, though. Back to pass is Davidson. Davidson steps up in the pocket. His pass is incomplete. Broken up by Marcus Whipper for the defenders. And a Doan player shaken up. That is the receiver over the middle, unable to make the catch. And it falls incomplete. Celestine. Shaken up on the play. Pass falls incomplete. It'll be fourth down. Fourth down and three. And the Tigers... I am shocked here that the Tigers not going for it, trailing 41 to nothing. So Sudbeck will punt. You're down 41 nothing. You have three yards to go. I'm not certain why you're not trying to keep the football, trying to make something good happen. Sudbeck steps up, punts, and this will be a short punt. This is one where you would just want to get away if you're the defenders. And it's downed at the Dort 35 as that was stopped and that was punted well short of Nathan Cabongo. And with 4.01 remaining in the third period, Dort leads 41 to nothing. And the defenders have it first down and 10 at their own 35. Well, if, I'm, if you're the defenders, do you have any thoughts of going right back to Jake Dodge? Dodge had that play deep into Doan territory on that last play where the ball ended up bouncing into the arm of a defensive back for Doan. Short gain on the play for Skibout. It'll be second down and nines. Skibout the carry. Second down and nine. As we approach this game being nearly two hours old. Clayberg fakes the handoff. He's got a seam. He's to the 45 50. 45 and forced out of bounds at the 42 yard line. And Noah Clayberg piles up another long run. Clayberg with, I believe, a 25 yard run on that play. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at the Doan 40. Clayberg. Hands it off, Sconehoven, Sconehoven working his way forward. And Levi Sconehoven, another 10-yard pickup on the play. And the defenders with another first down. Dort just piling up the yards on the ground. Clayberg, 144 yards rushing. Sconehoven, 83. And he might, well, that isn't factoring in that last 10-yard gain. Sconehoven lowers his head, delivers a little punishment. Gains three on the play. It's second down and seven. Clock continuing to run. Under three minutes left to go in the half, in the third quarter, I should say. Second down and seven for the defenders. Skibout and Sconehoven in the backfield. Heuvel Horse to the near side, lining up in the slot. Far side for the defenders. That's Rafi Carr. 
Clayberg creating, rolling right, pass underneath Heubelhorst, and Heubelhorst is forced out of bounds. Just beyond the first down marker, down to the 19-yard line, make that the 18, and the defenders have it first down and 10 at the 18-yard line. Clayberg hands it off Sconehoven. Sconehoven nearly runs over the umpire in the process. Gains another 10 on the play, and I believe that will put Sconehoven over 100 yards rushing. If not, over very close to. Second down and one. Defenders at the 10-yard line. They hand it off to Sconehoven again. Sconehoven the first down. Down near the 8, possibly the 7. Levi Sconehoven the carry. Sconehoven, they've spread out. And they've spread the ball out more. Down near the 7. I'm shocked that they haven't marked this as a first down based on what I'm looking at on the sideline. And it's first down and goal to go at the 7. Hand off, ski out, ski out into the end zone, touchdown defenders, and Dort has taken a 47 to nothing lead with 134 remaining in this third quarter. Ski out the carry, and for ski out. So ski out, three touchdowns, and the defenders leading 47 to nothing, pending the point after by Zachman. Zachman, with 94 seconds remaining in the third period. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick hits the upright. No good. And Zachman this afternoon is 5 of 7 on point after tries. That brings his season total to 20 of 27 for the season, and the Dort lead stays at 47 to nothing. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more in a moment. Return man for Doan loses it in the sun, gets out of the way at the last instant. I believe that was it's either Dalton Wicked or Garrett Tennant. I believe that was number 15 back to return. Dort leading 47 to nothing. 138 remaining. In the third period, over in Sioux Center, the uh, soccer game has gone final. That women's contest between Dort and Morningside, and the defenders win it 3-2. to two. So a critical win for the defenders as they try to keep pace in the GPAC standings. Hand off to White, and there's nothing there for White. White, no gain on the play. It will bring up second down and 10. Second down and 10 as we creep up on the end of the third period. So many of these games have been uh, lopsided between these teams. More often than not, it's been to Doan's favor. In fact, Doan uh, enjoys a a 10-1 advantage in this series. I'll give through some of those scores for you in just a little bit. Back to pass is Davidson. Davidson's pass is batted down by, you guessed it, David Kakmarinski. Kakmarinski has been so active defensively for the defenders, the junior from Pella knocking that pass away, and it will be 
third down and ten. Some of those scores, and I've been around for most of them, so I remember them well. Last year, 24-21, Doan won in Sioux Center. Two years ago, Dort came here and won over a rated team for the first ever time in program history, 21-16. That was an upset win. Two years ago, 59-21, Doan with a win. Third down and ten. Back to, uh, that's, they're going to hand it off. Stretch play. That's White. White gets out of one tackler's grasp, and he's going to be thrown down as he does not get away from the linebacker. Trying to see who that is, and that's a new player in for Dort. That's uh, number, that's Ashton Treshman. Treshman, sophomore from Knoxville, Tennessee, stops him for no gain. It's going to be fourth down. Four years ago, this game was a 73-0 whitewashing by Doan over Dort. So it makes 47-0 look not so bad. Sudbeck punting. And Sudbeck a high spiraling kick. Cabongo calls for the fair catch. And Nathan Cabongo, he's had a full-time job back there as the punt returner. More often than not, fair catches. And the Doan Tigers give it back to Dort. First and ten for the defenders at the 37, with eight seconds remaining in this quarter. Tyler Reynolds on to run quarterback for the defenders. So Reynolds, your quarterback, backup quarterback for the defenders. It looks like new running backs in as well. So Tyler Reynolds, who started for the defenders when Noah Clayberg was out with an injury, hands it off. And spinning away from a tackler was Sonderman, but they blew it dead. It'll be second down and long when we resume play. We've reached the end of the third quarter. Our score, Doan, uh, pardon me, Dort leading Doan, 47 to nothing. Back with more after this. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. The Dort defenders leading uh, 47 to nothing in so- in a soccer final. Dort defeats Morningside three to two. Hockey goes Missouri's way today, five to three. The final there, so a five three final. Missouri gets the split with the defenders. Reynolds on the fly, pass is complete to Bolden and Eli Bolden down inside the 50 to the 45 yard line for the uh, defenders. Eli Bolden, one catch entering play today. That was a big one, though, an 80-yarder against Morningside back in the, uh, about a month ago. So the defenders, first down and 10. Reynolds hands it off. And a carry on the play by the defenders, Michael Sonderman. So that's an all-likelihood hit for the uh, Dort, some of the Dort starters at least. Sonderman, Reese Schnell also in the game for the defenders in the backfield. Offensive line. Walter Black is on the offensive line. Carter Baldwin on the far side as well. Rafi Carr lines up in the slot. Reynolds, and we have a flag on the play. False start on the defenders. So false start against Dort with 13.56 remaining. 
So the defenders, and that's one thing that they can clean up moving forward, is the fact that they have committed their share of penalties today. So the defenders, that's a five-yard penalty, and that changes the complexion greatly. Goes from second and three to second and eight. Reynolds fakes the handoff. It's going to roll left, tries to plant, and slides down. Loss of three on the play. It's going to be third down and ten. The clock continuing to run. So some of the games going final over in Sioux Center, and a uh, thank you to the sports information staff running things smoothly back in Sioux Center. Always great to see them rise to the occasion when I go on the road and take care of things cleanly back in Sioux Center. Live stats, video, all that good stuff up and running. Reynolds plants, throws, floats it up. There's nobody home. It's basically a punt attempt, and uh, Morningside, there was no one open for the defenders, and Reynolds threw it up for grabs, and Doan very nearly intercepted it inside their five. Instead, ball drops to the turf. Would have had the effect of a great punt if they had indeed caught that pass. But as it is, it'll be fourth down and 11, and the defenders will be punting. So the line of scrimmage is the 46. Jake Dodge will punt with 13.05 remaining in the contest. Dort leading 47-0. Jake Dodge gets it away. A high spiraling kick. Fair catch called for at the 10-yard line. And that will be right at Jake Dodge's average for the season. A 36-yard punt. And the Tigers will take over first down and 10 as Dort tries to preserve the shutout. 12.59 left to play in regulation. Well, as new players come into the game, let's take a look at some of the numbers for the defenders. Noah Clayberg, 144 yards rushing, 193 passing, one touchdown pass, 4-4, rushed for. Levi Sconehoven, 20 carries, 96 yards. Carter Skibot, 15 for 61. The Doan Tigers handed off. And uh, short gain on the play. So the Doan Tigers going to the ground, continuing to try to establish that ground game. It's been tough going for them. 24 yards through the air, 81 rushing, 105 total. North's defense came to play today for some turnovers early, and it is amazing what happens when you get early turnovers. It is deflating for an offense, especially... When the uh, those uh, point those turnovers turn into points, Colin Ostenink far side, David Kakmarinski near side, back to pass. Tigers throw over the top, and the nearest man there was Dortz. Marcus Whipper, pass falls incomplete. It'll be third and nine. Third down and nine. So the Tigers facing third down and nine, 12-12 remaining in the contest. And you can bet if Dort gets the ball back soon, it'll be a steady diet of rushes, I would imagine. Try to finish this thing off. Tigers, two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. 
Inside handoff, and Josh Morozik is there for the tackle. That'll bring up fourth down. Carry by the Doan Tigers. Tanner Crosley. So Crosley, a backup running back, not listed on the two deep. So 11.48 and counting. Dort leading 47 to nothing. Nathan Cabongo back at the midfield stripe. Special teams. Sudbeck will be punting. Sudbeck averaging right at 37 yards per punt. Line of scrimmage is the 15. And he shanked it. To the near side, and that's going to go out of bounds in the Dort bench. And things have gone from bad to worse for the Tigers. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders, deep in Doan territory. And that'll be at the 31-yard line. So a net of 17 on that punt. For the defender football team. They'll go above 500 in the conference with a win today. They'll go to three and two in the conference, four and three overall. Doan will drop to four and two and four and four. Handoff to Sonderman. Sonderman the carry, and that's a gain of two on the play. Eleven minutes remaining. So Sonderman seeing his first action of the year here this afternoon. And Sonderman pulling his way forward. Nice push by the offensive line. Sonderman picks up nine yards on the play. He needed eight for a first down, and the defenders have it first down and ten at the Doan 24-yard line. Clock continuing to roll for the defenders. Now you just want to finish it out well, get on the bus and head home and start preparing for next week. Hand off, Sonderman, Sonderman, the ball carrier, and Sonderman getting a push from behind, trailing the play, Bryce Simnatcher. He comes up, gives a shove at the end, getting an extra yard out of the play. It's going to be second down and seven. Second and seven, Dort's hosting Concordia next week. Concordia at last check, hanging right in there with Northwestern. Hand off, Sonderman, Sonderman on his feet near the ten. Nice piece of running by Sonderman. And the offensive line clearing a path for the Dort ball carriers this afternoon. And uh, you can bet when this one's all said and done, it'll be the offensive line that will get kudos from the coaching staff. They have controlled things. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 11. Under 10 minutes to go in this contest. Dort leading 47-0. Turn, hand, give to Sonderman. Sonderman stepping over a tackler. He's brought down after a two-yard gain on the play. It's second down and eight. So Tyler Reynolds has been on for the last couple series now. Second down and eight. Reynolds, remember, he gained valuable experience when he was uh, inserted into the starting lineup when Noah Clayberg missed a few games earlier this season with injury. Second down and eight. Hand off Sonderman. Sonderman the ball carrier, and it looks like they are intent on trying to get Sonderman into the end zone. It's going to be third down now and six yards to go. Short gain on the play for Sonderman. So third down and short. 
Dort very intent also today, it looks to me, not relying heavily on their quarterbacks running, but instead controlling the designed runs for the quarterbacks. 8.45 and counting, ball game, Dort leading 47 to nothing. Reynolds, back to pass, has a man open, and the pass falls incomplete, but we have a flag on the play that's going to be pass interference against the Doan cornerback, Warren Horn, as uh, Dort was throwing to Eli Bolden, and that's going to be a penalty against Doan in the Doan end zone. Clock stops on the play. So they will sort it out, and we'll let them take care of that. So it'll be first and goal for the defenders. So Morningside defeats Jamestown today, 61-0. That game has gone final. Northwestern and Concordia. Northwestern leads at 20 to 7 now. I think I might have misread something as 17 earlier, but Northwestern leads Concordia 27. Tyler Reynolds brings the team up to the line of scrimmage, 832 remaining. Clock will start on the snap. Reynolds is going to run option to the near side. Reynolds working his way in, touchdown defenders. So Reynolds with a with the quarterback keeper his fifth touchdown of the season. Tyler Reynolds doing the honors that time, getting to the edge. Dort's left tackle was able to control the edge. That was Alex Hoisman. And the defenders now lead it 53 to nothing with 8.28 remaining in regulation. Zachman on to attempt the point after try. Five for seven so far today. Snap is down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. Tyler Reynolds on the hold, and the defenders now 6 of 8 on point after tries. Dort leads at 54 to nothing. 8.28 remaining in regulation. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more from Alpapak Field, Crete, Nebraska, right after this. 54 to nothing, Dort leading. Zachman puts his foot into it. Taken by the Tigers at the 10 to the 15 to the 20 to the 25. And to the 30 before the tackle is made. And the Doan Tigers will start out first down and 10. That is Ryan Michael on the return. So first and 10 for the Tigers. With 8.23 remaining in regulation. The Tigers trailing 54-0. to zero. The Doan Tigers back to pass. Pass over the middle is incomplete. That's Cameron Quick in at quarterback. I believe he was in the last series as well. 6-3-205. It's going to be second down and 10 as the pass falls incomplete. The defenders now 546 yards of offense to Doan's 107. Cameron Quick, 
is your quarterback. The defenders, three down linemen. Ostenink also lining up at defensive line. Up the middle, in the rush by the Doan Tigers. Number 33, that is Tanner Crosley. So Tanner Crosley. Crosley on the carry. Out to the 41-yard line. Eight minutes left to play in this contest. Doan trying to uh, avert the shutout. Starting to run out of time, though. The Doan Tigers facing the Dort defense. Back to pass is Quick. Quick steps up in the pocket. Flush from the pocket, and we've got a flag on the play as well. My guess is this is going to end up being a holding penalty. Quick tackled on the play by the Dort defensive lineman Jessup Leakey. Oh, they're going to—they're pointing against Dort actually. Could it be defensive holding? We'll wait and get the indication from the official. They're going to call that on Brayton Van Kickericks. And for Brayton, that's his second 15-yard penalty. The one was for an excessive celebration. This one is a personal foul. So Brayton Van Kickericks. A uh, unnecessary roughness call, and it's a Doan football now at the Dort 44. First and 10 for the Tigers. So Brayton Van Kickerick's called for that penalty, the freshman from Rock Valley. They hand it off, and not much there for Crosley. Crosley brought down almost immediately by Elliot Van Kicker, uh, pardon me, Sam Firyalkikit. Sam with the tackle. Short gain on the play. It'll be second and nine. 7.20 left to play. Ball game. It was Drake Davidson who went back in momentarily. Now Quick is back on the field after that single play and making sure he was okay. Quick. Back to pass. Quick. Steps up in the pocket. Pass is complete. Whipper on the coverage. Short of the first down. It'll be third down. Pass was complete to a tight end over the middle. That was Colin Kentros. So Colin Kentros on the receiving end of that. It's going to bring up third down and four. Third and four with 6.40 remaining. Personnel changes for Doan. Quick is still in at quarterback. Third down and four. So quick, wide receiver to the right, two running backs in the backfield with him. They hand it off. There's nothing there. Was the ball on the ground? It was not. Well, now the beanbag comes out, so maybe there was a fumble on the play. Dort says they have it as they stripped it away from the running back, Tanner Crosley, and the defenders force a turnover. It'll be Dort football with 6.14 remaining, and if Dort runs this out the way they would like, I would imagine they will... uh, Try to run out the clock here and finish this contest off. New quarterback in for the defenders. That's Caleb Marish. Caleb Marish, 6'1", 185-pound freshman from Murrieta, California. They liked what they saw out of him in preseason camp. 
Played a few spots while Noah Clayberg was injured. He comes in now. They hand it off to Sonderman. Sonderman, low to the ground, picks up 12 yards on the play, 13 yards. He is now in Doan territory, and Sonderman will not be denied. 17-yard pickup on the play by the time he is finally dragged down with six minutes remaining. Well, don't tell Sonderman not to play hard. He comes in, and the 5'10", 210-pounder from Nampa, Idaho, trying to make an impact here. Marish, Marish turns, hands it off, and again it's Sonderman. Sonderman, a seven-yard gain on the play, and Michael Sonderman, over 60 yards already in this contest. He has 10 carries for 60 yards. He is the fourth Dort player with 60 or more yards rushing. Second down. And three, after that seven-yard pickup by Sonderman, Dort taking their time. They went up-tempo early today. Marish fakes the handoff. He's going to pitch it, and it's to the 35-30, and brought down was Anthony Trojan. Trojan inside the 30, down to the 28, as Marish pitches it to him, and Trojan... Down to the 28-yard line, 4.55 and counting. Neither team has called a timeout today. How's that for your oddity? 4.49 remaining. Marish, they stack the eye behind him. That's Sonderman. Sonderman is the fullback. Trojan is the tailback. Pitches over to Trojan again to the 25 to the 20, and he is forced backwards. Forward progress is going to be in between the 20 and the 21-yard line. Now, some of these players will be in action again on Monday night when the defenders host a junior varsity contest. I believe they're scheduled to play Dakota State, if I remember correctly. That was a uh, junior varsity contest that was postponed from last week Monday because of Dakota State having problems with a blizzard. They were supposed to travel up to North Dakota. They ended up playing on Sunday and didn't want to turn around and play a junior varsity game on Monday. So several of these Dort players will be in action at the junior varsity contest as well. Gain of seven on the play for Sonderman. So Sonderman just piling up yards here as well. Another first down for the defenders inside the 15. 54 to nothing, Dort, 340 remaining. Marish looks to the sideline. Well, it'll be a fun bus ride home, I would imagine, for the Dort defenders today. We've been on a few of these road trips that I can't say that about, but today it'll be a pretty happy crew headed back to Sioux Center. Marish pitches it to Trojan. Trojan 10-5, second effort into the end zone, got out of an arm tackle, touchdown defenders. Trojan with the carry. And the defenders with over 600 yards now of offense. And the defenders with a 60 to nothing lead with 317 remaining in regulation. That is the ninth touchdown this afternoon for the defenders. And lining up for the kick will be Brett Zachman. Zachman. Six of eight thus far. 
And now seven of nine. And the defender lead is 61 to nothing. 317 remaining in this contest. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more from Crete, Nebraska, right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. Doan fields it inside their five yard line, out to the 10 to the 15. Play stretched out to the far side, 20, and is finally brought down at the 30-yard line. That's Carter Skibout on the tackle. And the Doan Tigers, one more possession here with 3.09 remaining. They'll have it first down and 10. And do we have a flag on the play? thought the referee, the white hat, was coming over to the middle of the field to make an announcement. He is not. So Dort, 608 yards of total offense today. 399 on the ground, 209 through the air. The Doan Tigers with it first down and 10. So quick, turns, hands. And that's Crosley. Crosley, second effort. Picks up five on the play. It'll be second and five. Three minutes and counting. Ball game. So we, uh, we'll take a look at the scoreboard when the contest concludes. We have a player shaken up for the defenders. And he's being attended to by that is a player shaken up for the defenders. So Sam Firyalkakit, linebacker, checks out. Now Sam has not seen a lot of action this season. Plays mainly, I believe his action has been limited in large part to special teams. He'll go off of the field. He's out of Idaho. Second down and five for the Tigers at their own 36. Well, Concordia and Briarcliff, women's soccer, Concordia upsets Briarcliff 2-1. to one. That helps the Dort cause. Second down and five. A little bit of movement. No flags. Handoff straight up the middle. No gain on the play. It's going to be third down and long. So the Doan Tigers... Trailing 61 to nothing with 2.24 remaining, facing third down and five. And the Tigers. Things get more challenging for them from here on out. A couple of the rated teams left on the schedule over the next four weeks. Regular season set to conclude on November 16. Quick, back to pass. Quick, pass over the middle, incomplete. And that'll bring up fourth down as the clock stops. Well, Midland's starting to stretch things out on Dakota Wesley. It's 45-21, so it doesn't look like we'll have any upsets today. Northwestern leads Concordia 27. That's with a couple of minutes left to go now in the fourth quarter. Fourth down and five. The Tigers will be punting. This is Levi Sudbeck. Nathan Cabongo back at his 30-yard line. Sudbeck gets it away. 
Cabongo calling for a fair catch immediately. Looks up into the sunny sky here at Crete, Nebraska. And the defenders will send the offensive unit out onto the field one last time. And I would be shocked if neither team has used a timeout. And if my math is correct, I think Dort can run out the clock here. 151 remaining. Marish. So Marish comes out onto the field. Marish looking back at the play clock. 13 seconds. Hands it off. Sonderman. Sonderman, the ball carrier. Sonderman picks up three on the play. It'll be second down and seven. Second and seven. So Dort can take it down here to nearly a minute. Uh, it be about a minute ten remaining when they have to snap it. Marish waiting. So second down and seven. Football at the 34-yard line of Doan. Dort's going to get the shutout this afternoon unless something strange happens here. Hand off Sonderman. Sonderman, the ball carrier. Sonderman breaks into the secondary. Cross midfield. He's to the 45-yard line, and that'll likely do it. Under a minute to go in this contest, Sonderman is going to be up around 90 yards now for his afternoon of work. So Michael Sonderman, he'll be the, if he gets to 19, uh, 90 yards, he'll be the third player with 90 or more. And Dort will take victory formation here with 45 seconds left to play. They'll let it get under 40, and they'll snap it. And Dort's going to go home with a shocking 61 to nothing win. Felt that the defenders had a pretty good shot this afternoon if they executed. But uh, this score, a complete shock. And that'll do it. Dort's going to win. Final score, 61 to 60. As Marish takes an E. And that's your final. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. We'll be back with a recap of today's football game and the Wireless World postgame wrap right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. The Dort defenders rolled to a 61 to nothing win today over the Doan Tigers. The defenders capitalized on two turnovers early. And once the snowball started running downhill, it was uh, no stopping it. Defenders scored 14 in the first quarter, 20 in the second, 13 in the third, 14 in the fourth. And uh, a lot of players saw a lot of uh, playing time today. The defenders' uh, first uh, scoring play came when Noah Clayberg took it five yards up the middle, six plays, 58 yards the drive. 7-0. 7-0. Later in the first quarter, Clayberg, a 12-yard touchdown run, capitalizing on another Doan turnover, a four-play, 19-yard drive. Noah Clayberg, a 5-yard run to make it 21-0, culminating a 13-play, 65-yard drive. Levi Sconehoven got into the scoring act, capping a 9-play, 76-yard drive with his touchdown plunge from two yards out. And then Noah Clayberg, a 1-yard touchdown run to cap the scoring in the first half. That was an 8-play, 52-yard drive, 34 to nothing. Ben Hubelhorst, 39-yard pass from Noah Clayberg to make it 41-0. Carter Skibout then an 8-yard touchdown run. Tyler Reynolds, a 2-yard touchdown run. And Anthony Trojan, a 14-yard touchdown run to make it 61 to nothing. the final. Final numbers, Dort, 420 yards of rushing. Doan, 100. 
Dort 209 through the air, Doan 29. Total offense, Dort 629, Doan 129. Time of possession, Dort 3354, Doan 2606. Individually for Dort, Noah Clayberg, 19 carries, 144 yards, four rushing touchdowns. Levi Sconehoven, 20 carries, 96 yards, one touchdown run. Michael Sonderman came on late, 13 carries, 91 yards for the fullback. Carter Skibot, 15 carries for 61 yards. Anthony Trojan, 3 for 31. Noah Clayberg, 10 of 19 passing, one touchdown, one interception, 193 yards. Ben Hubelhorst, three catches for 90 yards. Jake Dodge, three for 49. Rafi Carr, three for uh, two for 37. Jermaine Derajean, six carries for 36 yards on the ground. Drake Davidson, four of 14 passing. Tough day for him, 24 yards. Brandon Gannon, two catches for 13 yards. David Kakmarinski, dominant on defense. Eight solo tackles, three assisted stops, 11 total tackles, four tackles for a loss, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery with one pass breakup. Josh Morozik, equally dominating. Six solo tackles, four assisted stops, one sack, one tackle for a loss. Quentin Murphy, four and one, with one sack and one tackle for a loss as well. The defenders improved to four and three overall, three and two in the conference. Doan slips to four and four overall, and four and two in conference play. Let's take one more break, and we'll be back with a final word from Creek, Nebraska, right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Final scores from across the conference. Morningside defeats Jamestown 61 to nothing today. Dort defeats Doan 61 to 0. Northwestern holds off Concordia 20-14. Dakota Wesleyan and Midland uh, still playing, but uh, Midland's going to win that ball game. Last check, I believe it was a three-score difference in the second in the fourth quarter. Women's soccer earlier today, Dort over Morningside 3 to 2. Get a little help from Concordia defeating Briarcliff 2 to 1. Dort's three women's soccer games remaining, all against teams right in the thick of the race. Jamestown, Midland, and Hastings and Dort, uh, those are the three remaining uh, opponents for Dort. Jamestown this Thursday, um, Hastings on Saturday, and then Midland to wrap up the conference play one two weeks from today. Men's soccer, Dort and Morningside are on the field right now. And in hockey earlier today, it was Missouri defeating Dort 5-3. So that's going to do it for our broadcast this afternoon from Creighton, Nebraska, where the uh, Dort defenders shut out the Doan Tigers. Final score, Dort 61, Doan 0. For KDCR Sports, I'm Mike Biker. Good afternoon.